Next Play Sports is presented all baseball season long by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Download the Chick-fil-A One app today. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Real Graphics, the one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, providing the best veterinary services in the East Texas area. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Kelly Chuck Parts, your local distributor and service center for Traeger wood pellet grills and accessories. Angelina College, CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Soundtex, Southside Bank, Layman's Pipe and Still, Bentley AC, Whataburger, Quality Restaurant Supply, Strickland Plumbing and HVAC. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas Sports. All right, welcome here to Next Play 2 at Bulldog Baseball. We are on the pregame show presented by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Download that Chick-fil-A 1 app today. And I am Brantley. I'm joined on the call with Coach Jack Lee and Coach Curtis Acosta. We're stepping our play up, playoff game up with three broadcasters tonight. Combined over 450 victories. Between us three, unfortunately, I have zero. So. Uh, he's got most of them, too, Brent. <laughs> hey, I wasn't going to go there. I just said I have zero. So, uh, you know, I'm glad to be on this team. We've got a, a well-rounded team, I think, here and uh, ready for some game two action. Guys, kind of what's your just initial thoughts here for game two? Well, I think uh, right off, after coming off last night's game, uh, Troy's got to play, wanting to play a clean first inning defensively and get in there and try to uh, get to bat real quick. So I think that's real important to start of the game. Uh, as far as the Bulldogs go, man, start off with some runs, score some runs, pick up right where they left off. I think the early lead is going to give it a team that has that some momentum in this game, and uh, those things can swing real easy. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, Brant, with you and Coach Lee. And, you know, today's game, we got a game two here. It's a fresh start. You know, the uh, Troy Trojans, they uh, definitely didn't play the way that they wanted to yesterday. Our Bulldogs came out and, uh, well, just put it to them. Our boys are, are raring to go today to, to try and show to them that, you know, that wasn't just some anomaly, that uh, hey, that's how we play. So let's hope that we can come out and, and jump on them like Coach said. And, uh, you know, if not, I think the message from Coach Neighbors has to be, hey, there's seven innings to play, guys. So, uh, you know, if the first few innings don't go our way, you got to keep playing. You know, we got the, the first team, uh, the, the team that's winning after uh, seven, you know, that's the one that's going home with the W tonight. So we got to keep playing for a full seven and uh, see what happens here. It's the playoffs. Everybody's good, Brent. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm not surprised two coaches, you know, both of you giving points of view of, uh, you know, giving all the all the credit and, the, and, the, and the looking ahead at Troy and all the things they present coming off 11-1 loss and, and the Bulldogs, you, you, hey, you got to regroup. I, I wouldn't expect anything less from you two yeah, guys. Yeah. You know, you, there's, there's a fresh start. It's a new day. And so we'll talk about these Troy Trojans. If you didn't hear us last night, you know, they come in, they're number 23 in the state. They're coached by Steve Sebesti. He's got over 300 career victories. He's been here a time or two. They're 29-9 on the season, 29-10, excuse me, 13-1 in district. They return all nine starters from last year's playoff squad. Uh, they're headed by three sophomore pitchers. We got to see one of them, Hagen Rose, on the on the bump yesterday. Uh, we know they're aggressive on the bases. You know, down in the in the count early, five nothing. They just really didn't get to go to their strategy any in game one. I think that's something we could see here tonight. And 
you know, one of the things that if you're Troy and you're a fan over there and the Bulldogs are going to be cautious of is the last two series, they lost game one. Uh, one of them was not very close, similar to last night. They, they bounced back and won two in a row. So this is not a strange spot for them either. Uh, of course, they would have loved to get the victory and get off ahead. But they're in a spot where they feel confident as well to put two games together and try to regroup uh, and just kind of talk about the position maybe that they're in here, what you, know, what you see maybe as a key. Coach Lee, I'll start with you, like on the Troy side. What's the key for them here early? And Coach Acosta, if you'll finish up and just kind of answer in the first, second inning what Central's got to do. Well, I'm sure that the Troy's coaching, and they've gone over this with them before. The, the strength right here for them is they've been in this position before. so And they've uh, been successful down uh, 0-1. So, anyway, they just recall that. Guys come out, play like you've done in the past. It's still the best two out of three. And uh, see just how much and push them to how much uh, they want to get back in this thing because they've got to have this first game. Yeah, you're right, Coach. I think, you know, the message for us, first couple of innings, we're coming out and we're trying to once again take them out of their game plan. Their game plan is to get runners on, move them over, uh, put pressure on the defense. If we can stop that from happening for three solid innings, uh, I think we're in a good position to win, even if it is a close game. I think we're going to make them, you know, maybe second guess and say, hey, we can't play our game again tonight. How, how, do, we, how do we win this game? So uh, get them out of their comfort zone, I'd say, Brent. Yeah, and just want to remind you, welcome to this pregame show presented by Chick-fil-A, Southwood Crossing. Download that Chick-fil-A one app today. I am Brant Lee, joined with Coach Curtis Acosta and Coach Jack Lee. We're pulling all stops out tonight on this round four matchup with three broadcasters. We're going to try to get you a well-rounded broadcast tonight. and We're going to go ahead and kind of move forward as the umpires are starting to meet the coaches at the plate. And we'll get into those Kelly Truck Parts starting lineups. And just like all season, Kelly Truck Parts has been there for Central Athletics, your local distributor and service center for Traeger wood pellet grills and accessories and we appreciate Kelly Truck Parts all year being sponsor of the starting lineup Bulldog Basketball, Lady Dog Basketball, Lady Dog Softball and right here with Bulldog Baseball. So the visitors tonight are going to be your central Bulldogs. They're going to run a lineup that's very familiar to you. Leading off at shortstop is going to be Dylan Cloonan. Batting second on the rubber tonight, Logan Hobbs. Batting third at first base, Jacob Davis. Batting in the cleanup hole, the second baseman, Cade Graves. Batting fifth at D.H. Ryland Red. Batting sixth in left field, Aaron Sprinkle. In the seventh spot, center fielder, Bryce Case. Batting eighth, third baseman, Carson Davis. Batting ninth will be Aiden Dixon behind the plate. And in right field defensively, Colby Lehman. For the home team, the Troy Trojans, they come in, like we said, number 23 in the state. They're going to run a lineup that's a little similar to last night. Hagen Rose is going to start the top of the order at shortstop, followed by Kyle Torres at second base. In the three-hole, Mason Dubos is going to slide over to third. In the cleanup hole, right fielder Caden Workman. Batting fifth, the D.H. Jordan Catani. Batting sixth on the mound tonight, Tanner Creel. Batting seventh, Caleb Owens in left field. Batting eighth at first base, Mac Medina, who had the one hit in game one. In center field, batting ninth is Zach Herbacek. And, and behind the plate defensively will be Andrew Maxfield. They're getting close to these starting lineups here in Madisonville. And, man, the crowd is already getting amped up, guys. Behind us is we've got a sea of Kelly Green down this third baseline. Man, we traveled well. Like uh, last night, man, we turned around and looked, and we thought, guy, it was a home game. It's an amazing setting, and I know we touched on last night. This is an unfamiliar spot in Bulldog baseball. It's been over 20-plus years that they have found themselves in the regional semis and uh, trying to 
keep making history this year. Trey Neighbors, T.J. Watkins, and Brandon Goodson. I just can't go on and on about their job. Coach Lee, what's some things you can say about this Bulldog staff? Well, the first thing that stands out is the work and the work ethic that they've got. They've worked all year to get to this point, and it's a day in and day out. It's a grind, but it's a when you get into it, there's a lot of pleasure that's derived from it. So the kids like to grind, the coaches like to grind the games out. And that's how the cream comes to the top, so to speak. So I think the, that they've got these guys focused. They've done a good job on teaching them the, uh, the game and the way they like to play it. And the kids have responded. And that's why they're here today. And that's why we're still playing. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, I'm going to kind of move forward. I'll, I'll bat lead off on this on this conversation, but, you know, I want to talk about, we've kind of been going back and forth, but if you had to just circle one key that's going to get you a start, I'll, I'll bat lead off here, and, and what I'm going to say is the Bulldogs can score in the top of the first here. That's that's my key is just grabbing that momentum. What's something that you guys, I, I may have stole from you, but what's something that you think if you had to just say one thing? Well, you know, for me, Brand, it's going to be withstanding the pressure. You know, if we can make clean plays like we did yesterday, you know, Troy hit the ball. We had one strikeout. Troy hit the ball. We just made the play. So if today we can do that, I think we'll be in good shape. What about you, Coach? I think uh, one of the strong things that always pulls playoff string, uh, games through and wins is a team that makes the least mistakes usually comes out on top. So that's what both of these teams are challenging on. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm going to echo something to both of you on the drive up here that you both commented. And Coach Acosta, you, you know, your resume resume speaks for itself. The last two years, Coach Lee, I don't think anybody's got to say anything about yours, but you get to the fourth round, everybody's good. Was your comment that hey, you got to take last night, you celebrate it, you enjoy the bus ride home, you're proud of your team, but it's a new day and a new start. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's good. We'll move forward. So with that said, they're wrapping up the starting lineups. We're going to break for the national anthem. And get ready, Bulldog fans. We've got game two of round four. First pitch coming your way. There's two types of people in this world. Morning people and not-so-morning people. Start your day with the chicken you love. Get the feeling of Chick-fil-A for breakfast. Chick-fil-A, South Lake Crossing, serving breakfast every morning until 10.30. Purchase semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck, and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us, and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. 
Being a nurse is demanding, challenging, and rewarding. And the pay is great. Angelina College offers associate degree programs in both vocational and registered nursing. Or take classes to be an EMT, radiology technologist, or a surgical tech. In two years or less, you can be working in a healthcare job that's both personally rewarding and high paying. Jobs in the healthcare field are in high demand. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. It's Bulldog Baseball. We're in game two, moments away from starting. Tanner Curl talking those last pitches here. So it looks like Coach Neighbors coming over and get one more last word of advice over here to us. He's trying to make sure we're on our game two as we're ready to go. And you're going to be just moments away from that Southwood Drive Animal Clinic first pitch, providing the best veterinary care in East Texas. Visit them online at swdac.com. And so we're going to have your Bulldogs all run through it again. Dylan Clooney, Logan Hobbs, Jacob Davis, Cade Graves, Rylan Red, Aaron Sprinkle, Bryce Case, Carson Davis, and Aiden Dixon is one through nine. And the Bulldogs pounded out 13 hits in only four and a third last night as they were victorious 11-1. to one. Had a complete dominant game, but uh, guys in, in the baseball softball world that you guys are all too familiar with, it's just one game, and you're starting over fresh again here tonight. Yeah, look at that scoreboard, Coach. I think it says 0-0, zero, zero, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a brand-new ball game. New day, new start. Hey, guys, I really uh, am uh, excited about working this game with you, Coach Colston, Brant. Uh, just a pleasure to have you two guys and be right in the middle of both of you. So <laughs> Man, thank you for inviting me. I'll tell you me. what, all of a sudden my intelligence, everything, uh, baseball IQ has went up tremendously with you two guys with me. So here we are, Bulldog fans. Dylan Clunan getting in that box. Tanner Creel's a lefty for these Trojans. He's going to start it off. First pitch of game two. Here it is. It's going to be a fastball sinking downstairs. Four strike. Real so far working quickly, digging in the mitt. 0-1 pitch. Breaking ball downstairs, 1-1. Yeah, you see Krill here trying to set the tone here with this quick pitch. Here he goes again. 1-1 to the shortstop, Dylan Clunan. That's going to be downstairs, 2-1. All three pitches have been in the bottom of the strike zone, so just what I've seen right now, I believe he's going to be working that. Uh, that's the way he's going to go about his pitching attack on the hitters tonight. 2-1 on its way. Going to be called at the knees, so we'll, we'll work on that zone here early. We're just in the first batter, but right at below the knees, it's going to make it 2-2. Two and two. Brandon, if he gets that call all night, it's going to be tough. It could be a tough night, Coach, exactly. 2-2 two, two pitch. Chopper's going to be right back at the grill on the mound. He flips over to Medina, and there's one away. That's going to bring up now the shortstop, Logan Hobbs. Had the big three-run homer in game one. And, man, you know, playoffs, uh, they get a little different this time of year. And We've got, uh, of course, Lady Dog Softball is who I'm always going to blame it on with the energy and everything, but we've got their own walk-up music from the stands. <laughs> Ball one downstairs. You know, a lot of times players, they, they've got their comfort zone. They, they, they do what they, uh, what they do on deck. They're ready to go, and uh, music has a lot to do with it. 1-0 pitch from Creel to Hobbs. Going to just miss away. Going to make it 2-0 on the shortstop. I mean, excuse me, starting pitcher here in game two. 
Heck of a game at shortstop yesterday, huh? Yes. 2-0 to Hobbs. Breaking ball hit well towards right center. Herbacek's got a beat on it. He's going back towards the track, and he makes the play easily. That's going to be two away. Pretty windy when we came up, but it's kind of, the wind's kind of laying right now. Pick back up every once in a while, but looks like it may lay later on as the evening goes. And that's going to bring up the first baseman, Jacob Davis. He had a big night last night, a double and a triple. We'll see if his hot back can continue here in game two. It's going to be lefty on lefty here. Real's first pitch. Going to be taken letter high. And so, guys, here early, we're nine pitches into the game, but the letter high fastball is not being called. That the, uh, and ankle, the, an- ball the is. ankle fastball is being called. <laughs> the ankle fastball is a strike tonight. 1 0 to Davis. Tapper. Foul. It's going to make it one and one. You know, it's always interesting to see what the zone is on various parts of the state, this being a, a neutral crew. So, one one count, two away, top of the first. We're scoreless here in game two. Krill with the delivery. Tapper to first. Here comes Medini. Plays it in on hop. He's going to take it himself. And a one, two, three for Tanner Krill. And that's going to retire the Bulldogs. We're going to head to the bottom of the first, and we're scoreless here with Bulldog Baseball on. Next play, two. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones. Get treated in spacious suites. Complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center. Located in Lufkin in front of Sam's and Walmart. Need your roof replaced? Replace it with a metal roof. With many colors to choose from and save money on your homeowner's insurance. Need a metal building for an office, barn to store your hay or tractor? What about a metal fence? Layman's Pipe and Steel is the number one place to get your quality steel materials for all your residential, commercial, agricultural, or industrial jobs. Delivery available whether you're a homeowner or contractor. Give Layman's a call. They've got it all at Layman's Pipe and Steel. Welcome back here to Next Play 2 as we're in the bottom of the first. We're scoreless here in Madisonville, and it's going to be Hagen Rose, Cal Torres, and Mason Dubos leading off here as Logan Hobbs is on the rubber tonight, the senior. We'll run around the Bulldog defense here shortly. First pitch to Rose. It'll be a fastball taken. Make the count 0-1. Oh, one pitch on its way. 
Breaking ball, beautiful called strike. Going to be 0-2 on Rose. Cobb shaking off Dixon, 0-2 pitch on its way. Fastball slashed out of play on the right side. Great start by Hobbs, eh, Coach? All strike. <laughs> Coming at him. That's where that four-year starter pays off here. 0-2 pitch to Rose. He dropped sidearm, popped him up. Dixon looks like he might have a play. He's got room, and he squeezes. As he's behind the plate in foul territory, squeezes the first out. That's going to bring Kyle Torres, the Trojan second baseman, to the plate. Gave him a little different look with that uh, breaking ball from the side. Could be a little Steve Donahoe right there, huh, Coach? <laughs> sure thing. Steve, if you're out there listening, we still remember that sidearm. So Torres bats from the left side, throws right-handed, second baseman, pitch on its way. Going to be up just inside umpire count. A little, little flinch there. Didn't miss by much. Couldn't pull the trigger. 1-0, and it's smashed right up the middle for a hard single, one-out single into center field. There's a difference in that pitch is it was up, and it, Torres drove it right up the middle. Yeah, I think Hobbs left that one up a little bit when you say Coach Lee. Yes, and uh, those pitches are a lot easier to hit, so he won't make that mistake. He'll, he'll remember about that and work on his mechanics. Hitting-wise, it got him to try to do too much. Just hit it right back up the middle. Nice line drive hit. Here is Mason Dubos, the third baseman for the Trojans. Snap throw to first. Back in time is Torres. Dubos came in and threw only to two batters last night. So he's got plenty of pitches left in the series. Snap throw back. Just in time is Torres as Hobbs got those quick feet on the rubber. Now, if you remember right, Brandon, that... In that game against Orangeville, boy, he was he was picking them off left and right. So hops from that stretch. Pitch on its way. It's going to be up and in. Taking ball one. And, guys, we talked about in the pregame, you know, Troy's strategy is they like to be aggressive on the bases. They just didn't get a chance last night. They dug themselves too deep of a hole, and here they are, scoreless in the bottom of the first. Here's a chance. One away runner on first. Here's the pitch. It's going to be letter high taken, 2-0. As far as last night's game goes, if you don't get on, you can't. The running game is gone, so they didn't have a, really an opportunity. But starting out with the runner here uh, early, we'll see what happens. 2-0 pitch from Hobbs. Just misses. So right now the zone is a little tight on both sides. It's going to be 3-0. On another note, with Hobbs in that quick move to first, he's sending a message over there. Their dugout's watching. He can help eliminate. There's another one. He can help eliminate that running game by uh, keeping those guys over there, and he's got a, a very good move to do that. Oh, he's say, setting a precedence right here. I would say that's the catcher's best friend right there. 3-0 count to Dubos. Hobbs looking in. Pitch on its way. And it's going to be a four-pitch walk to Mason Dubos. Torres going to trot to second. That's going to bring the right fielder, Caden Workman, to the plate. You know, Workman put the ball in play a couple of times yesterday. This is uh, this is exactly why he's in this position here. Runners on, only one out. So hops on that stretch. Runners first, second, one away. Pitch to Workman. Going to be ball high. So hops right now five in a row. 
Trying to get back on the command. 1-0. And there's a strike. It'll be one and one now. One one. Curveball chopper. It's going to be in the hole. It's going to have to make a play at third. Is he in time? Yes, he is. What a play by Dylan Clunin as he went deep in the hole in the high chopper. His only play was at third. Smartly threw to Carson Davis covering, who turned himself into first baseman, stretching two away. That's a great job on the left side. Clunin making that play in the five six hole, and like you said, Brent Davis turned into a first baseman there, stretching and holding the pose. Carson, he had to do that to get that out. That ball was a, a chopper in the hole, and the only play he could make, and the stretch certainly helped out, and they made the right call over there. Two down. And that's going to bring up the DH, Jordan Catani. If there was a guy that has size for this club, he's the guy. He bats on the left side. Good-looking athlete. But two away. Runners first and second. Hobbs pitch on its way. Breaking ball tap. First base foul. Guys, I don't have to tell you anything. Two out hitting in the playoffs is just key. It's the difference in a lot of games. And here's the first test in game two. Yeah, two runners on. 0-1 to Katani. And there's a ball downstairs. It's going to be 1-1. One one. Here early, Hobbs just trying to figure out the zone, figure out the command. One one. He drops down sidearm and paints the corner beautifully. Called strike, one and two. Real nice pitch away on the corner, and the batter didn't even offer. So uh, runs a count to one and two. Hobbs in that stretch looking to Dixon. One-two delivery. They're going to call time. Katani, they're going to grain him time. Hobbs delivered anyway. Well, as a pitcher, you want to go ahead and deliver that. You don't uh, have to stop anything at cut down on an injury or something like that. But also, uh, that could happen later on and throw the pitch for a strike. We're going to do it again. One-two from Hobbs. The delivery. Breaking ball just misses. As it was very close. It's going to push it now to two and two. Two down. Here in the bottom of the first, we're scoreless. Runners at first and second. Hobbs looking in. Katani in the box. 2-2. And he hits one in the left. Is it going to drop? It does. They're going to wave the runners. Sprinkles coming up throwing. And it's going to be cut. Throw to third. It's going to be in time. They're going to get the runner trying to go first to third. Smart play by the Bulldogs. But the Trojan strike with a two-out single. And they're going to lead one nothing here as we head to the top of the second. With Bulldog baseball on. Next play, two. When you're looking to buy and sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. 
At World Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, World Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. As we are in the top of the second, the Trojans strike with a two-out single by Jordan Catani, taking a 1-0 lead, but great, great awareness by the Bulldogs to catch the runner going first to third. Hobbs with the cut. Lord Davis. Now we're going to have Cade Graves, the Alvin commit, the senior second baseman leading off here for the Bulldogs, followed by Ryland Red and Aaron Sprinkle. Carrill's first pitch. It's going to be downstairs. Here early, Krill, everything down. 1-0, two graves. And it's smashed to third, right at the third baseman, Dubos. Long throw, in time across the diamond. One away. That's going to bring up Ryland Red, who... Returned to the Bulldog lineup last night in game one, and all he did was go three for three. Instant offense. I would say he was ready to get back in there. He was a little anxious. So here is Red. That's the Ryland we've come to know. He's ready all the time, defensively and offensively. Breaking ball taken. Called strike. Oh, one to Red. Krill looking into Maxville. Going to be downstairs, making it one and one on the DH. One, one to Red. Going to be downstairs. Going to make it two and one. Umpire going to trot out and hand him a ball here. Maybe give a little advice to him. So Red now with that 2-1 count. One away here in the top of the second. One nut in Troy. Breaking ball swung on a miss. Two and two. Took quite a, quite a bit off of that pitch. Yeah, it did. Nice pitch from Krill on that one. So now the 2-2 from Krill moments away. It's going to be downstairs 3-2. And guys, he's thrown five pitching, pitches, and one of them has been in the zone. Yeah, I think we can see that most of the night. You might get one to hit, other than that, we're going to nibble, nibble, nibble. So 3-2 pitch on its way to red. It's going to miss away. Great at bat by Ryland Red. Able to work a one-out walk. That's going to bring up the left-handed hitting left fielder, Aaron Sprinkle. Great opportunity for Central right here. We're getting that runner on. Ryland Red, he's aggressive on the bases. He's pretty much aggressive in everything he does. Well, speaking of that, Coach, I'll turn to you, Coach Lee. Got a lefty on the mound. I mean, what's your one advice if you're going to try to swap a bag? 
for, go on first movement. And there's the pick move. Back in time is red. Now the great thing here when you get this deep in the playoffs, you get a four-man crew, so lefties can't really take advantage of that ball move as much. Pitch on its way, sprinkle squares, nice bunt. Real gonna have to field turn, long throw. It's gonna be dug out by Medina. Great play at first. Excellent pick by Medina at first. The ball was uh, in low, it short hopped him or in between hopped him, but he picked it up clean. Uh, real good play there. Yeah, Got the runner to second. Though. I think, guys, he might have saved one from uh, going by and rolling down the fence line. That was a that was a quick play from Krill, but it was low, wasn't it? Absolutely. Great play by him, and it's something that we could see, even though it's a recorded out. Had a lot of positivity with that bunt. Could see something later in the game with Coach Trey Neighbor. So two away. Down at second is red. Bryce Case in the box. Fastball misses away, and... Now, I know I'm going to repeat myself a lot in this series, but here we are. Two outs, runner at second, two out hitting. Troy was able to deliver in the first. Here's Central's opportunity. one to Bryce Case, the center fielder. Swung on and missed. Yeah, great point, Brent. You know, the, the two out hitting, that's the team that's going to win, without a doubt. It, it's, it generally comes down to who had the two out hit, who had the big hit. Got a 1-1 count on the center fielder, Bryce Case. Real being patient. He delivers. Breaking ball, great block by Maxfield. Going to make it 2-1. and one. That's something I've noticed the deeper we get in the playoffs. Catchers just do an unbelievable job behind the plate. They do not give the extra base. We saw that last week. The Orangefield catcher, I bet he had 15 in the last game. So 2-1 on Bryce Case. Kirill from the stretch. Pick play. Back in time is red. Bulldogs were ready for it. Kirill looking in to Maxfield. Pitch on its way. Going to be downstairs, so now 3-1. and one. Kirill kind of struggling with command a little bit here. I, I don't know if it's the Bulldogs are not being as aggressive or he's just commands a little off. He continues to work, work the bottom of that uh, strike zone, and he's missing right now. I think he's counting on that. I think he's counting on us being too aggressive. 3-1 pitch to Bryce Case. He gets it up in the zone. Ground ball to short. It's going to be the throws. Long throw in time. So, Tanner Krill avoids any damage with two outs and a runner at second. Bulldogs get their first base runner, but leaving stranded. We're going to head to the bottom of the second, one up in Troy. At Soundtex, we provide AV support for your next big event. Concert and corporate sound, video and lighting systems are available. Our event services range from simple rentals to full turnkey operations. Contact us today to make arrangements. Soundtex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Soundtex, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. I'm traveling a lot, always have a craving for Whataburger. I had to make a connection in Houston, I had about an hour. Whataburger just opened at Terminal B. Boom, I need to have a patty melt. The creamy pepper sauce, Monterey Jack cheese, bread's toasted. Grabbed my patty melt, started rushing it back. By the time I got there, the lady was just closing the door. She sees my bag, she goes, sorry, but if you give me your Whataburger, I'll let you on the plane. And I told her, look me on to the next flight. And I was late for work, but it was worth every bite. <laughs> I don't think anything tops the patty melt at Whataburger. 
right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. We're in the bottom of the second. one nothing Troy. I am Brantley joined here with Coach Jack Lee and Coach Curtis Acosta. Got the three-team three going on right here. Three-man crew. That's right. Round four, we pull, don't pull out anything. All, everything, all the month. Time, that's going to bring up pitcher Tanner Krill. Going to lead it off. He bats from the left side. He is one of these guys that's got a little bit of speed for the Trojans. First pitch called strike. Nice pitch by Hobbs. Blowing away at the knees, but on the corner. 0-1 from Hobbs. There's another one. Exact same pitch. Going to make it 0-2. O two pitch. Breaking ball. It's going to be fouled off the foot of Krill. They're going to pull him right back to the plate. Hops keeps that ball away on that outside corner like he's done with two of these left-handers. He's going to be successful with them. He's, right now it looks like he can put, put it there anytime he wants. Yeah, I think you can even see the adrenaline going through Hobbs' veins right now. I mean, he is, he is amped up, ready to go, isn't he? I think he's been waiting on this moment a long time in his career. 0-2 pitch, he drops down, and they're going to say he taps it foul. So Krill staying alive, got busted in on the hands. Word that comes to me right off the mind, Curtis, is uh, intense. Mm -hmm. uh, so, good call there. Yes, you can see it. You can feel it. You know, Brent and I have used this term several times to describe Hobbs. He's a dirtbag. He's just the guy. He'll get dirty. He'll do whatever you need. 0-2 pitch to Creel. Chopper to second. Graves going to field it on a hop. Flip over to Davis. One away. That's going to bring up now the left fielder, Caleb Owens, Mac Medina on deck. Bulldog fans, if you were listening last Saturday, you know, something to watch. Hobbs came out, he gave two, in the, two, gave two up in the first against a very good Orangeville team and then went on to throw six scoreless. So he's, he's a guy that can recover quickly. And first pitch pop up over to Davis, foul territory at first. He squeezes. Going to bring up now the first baseman, Mac Medina, who had, had the only hit in game one against Clunan. First baseman, he made a nice play earlier in that pick in the dirt over there. First pitch misses away. 1 0 on Medina. On deck is Zach Herbacek. Yeah, if we go away to Medina. And there's that low fastball that's been called all night. You could see him doing what he did yesterday when he hit that double. He just went with the pitch and, and hit it hard to left. 1-1. One, one. Hobbs drops down and pulls him. Swinging. Going to be 1-2. and two. One, two pitch from Hobbs. He drops down again. He just misses on the corner. That's going to even it up at two and two. Don't be surprised if he goes out there again. Two, two. Misses with the fastball. Now it's going to push it full on Medina. And looks like Coach Trey Neighbors going to kind of gingerly walk out and talk to Hobbs, maybe try to get some emotion here as he even calls off the rest of the infield and goes straight to Hobbs. Yeah, Coach, I'll turn to you, Coach Lee. I mean, what's something you think right here? I mean, it's 3-2, two outs, nobody on. What, I think it's just probably a simple message. 
settle him down a little bit. We don't want any free rides. Make him earn his way on. Let's throw strikes. Stay ahead. Tough to defend the walk. I'm surrounded by two coaches. I'm in, I'm in good shape tonight, guys. So 3-2 on its way to Mac Medina, Trojan first baseman. Here's Hobbs from the windup. And he hits one two left, and that's going to be a two-out single. As Coach Acosta, you just spoke about Medina's willingness to go the other way. And there he comes through with a single going to left field. Yeah, got that pitch, and that's exactly that's all you can do with that pitch. You know, if he tries to pull that, he's going to hit a comebacker to Hobbs, go with it, and get you a base hit. And two good strike uh, approach on that swing going the other way. It's about all he could do with it, like you said, Coach Costa. So, oh, we got two outs. That's going to bring up center fielder Zach Herbacek. He's the number nine hitter, so top of the order, Hagen Rose on deck. Herbacek's got some speed at the back end of the order. It's kind of like almost a softball version, Coach Acosta, where he got an extra leadoff. He squares, but Dixon going up. He goes, he dives, and it just goes out of the reach of a diving Dixon. Great attempt, but it's just going to be strike one. He could have caught a cleat in that turf, uh, but anyway, valiant effort by him. Obviously, Bunny for a base hit right here, but two out, runner on first. So, 0 1, Davis at third, creeping in on the on the turf. Runner going. The throw down from Dixon is going to be high. It's going to sail into center, but Medina's going to stay put as Bryce Case is right there. We talked in the free game on the scouting report. They like to run the bases with two outs. They want to try to get that guy in scoring position. Worst case scenario, Herbacek leads off the inning. So 1-1 on Herbacek. Medina down there at second. Two away. And there's a ball downstairs making it 2-1 and one on the center fielder. You know, a little different last night. Tonight, you can have spikes. We have metal cleats on. Last night, no spikes. Great point. Pitch on its way to Hobbs. Pop-up. Is it going to reach the seats? It is. Going to make it 2-2. Two and two. So twos are wild here in a second. 2-2, two, two, two outs. Runner on second. One nothing game, Troy. Well, there are fans out there listening down the both baselines. There's, there's just limited area for foul balls here, so a lot of balls, unless they're hit straight back and up, uh, they're going to go back in the bleachers out of play. Hobbs looking in, two two to Herbacek. He drops down and gets him swinging. Great pitch by Logan Hobbs. That's going to retire the side. He's trying to run a second. That's the first Pat Penn punch out of the game. Just like all season, Pat Penn punch out brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Buying or selling, let Pat Penn take care of those real estate needs today. We are going to step away. We'll be back with the top of the third, Bulldog Baseball on next play two. Yes, my job as a welder is hard, dirty, and physically demanding. It's also a high-paying, in-demand career that also allows me to be creative. I love it. Angelina College offers certificates and an associate's degree in welding, both of which can help you earn more than non-skilled jobs or try electronics or auto technology. AC has a class schedule that will help you learn so you can earn more. Get an education without going into debt. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. 
At SoundTex, our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and we keep your goals as our top priority. From the initial consultation to the generous warranty, you'll see the heart and soul of our company. So join the SoundTex family today. SoundTex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Or visit their website at www.soundtex.com. All, all right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined here with Coach Jack Lee and Coach Curtis Acosta. We're in the top of the third, one nothing Troy. Tanner Creel on the mound, two scoreless. We get Carson Davis leading it off, third baseman for the Bulldogs. Aiden Dixon and, and Dylan Clunan to follow. First pitch to Davis, ball one. And Davis has been a guy that at the back end of this order, he's been very productive on base machine. Handles the bat real well. Puts yeah, agree it play. Good things happen. 1-0 to Davis. And he slashes one out of play down the right side, even at 1-1. One and one, and affectionately known as El Presidente. El, El Jefe. El Jefe's area ag president. Mm-hmm. Only 85 schools he's over, so no pressure, Carson. 1-1 one, one, to Carson Davis from Tanner Creel. It's going to be taken 2-2. Two and two. Excuse me, two and one on Davis. Two one pitch and hits sharply, but right back at Creel, and he builds his position beautifully. Flips to Medina, one away. That's going to bring up the catcher, Aiden Dixon. On deck is Clunan. I'm hearing the background music. Got a little wild thing, and I'm just noticing the back of Aiden Dixon's helmet. He's got the Ricky Vaughn. Yeah, that's uh, Ricky Vaughn there. Going there. Give him the heater, Ricky. <laughs> and I do believe we have Joe Boo in the dugout there. Man. So first pitch ball to Dixon. Next pitch slash away out of play. One and one. Know, Aiden hitting from this nine spot, not her normal nine spot hitter, and that was evident in the Orangefield series coming through in several key moments. And then number 32 for the Bulldogs, he uh, not your normal nine spot. Yeah, that on base percentage above 400 on the season. Just something you don't see at the back end. 1 1 to Dixon. Tapper, here comes the third baseman. He's going to cut off the shortstop and they collide. Throw to first. He's going to skip away. Dixon going to try to go to second. Look at that catcher go. Look at him. Oh. Look at that catcher wow. go. Head first slide in the second, ladies and gentlemen. Aiden Dixon. Send out the ambulance. Send the ER. Here it comes. So the tapper in between third and short, they collided, but he collected himself to a one hopper. Got away. Dixon scampered a second. Guys, I just got to say, he looked like me on a slip and slide, and I came up about <laughs> 20 feet short, but he made it. He made it. He's, he t- he made it on there, but he didn't hesitate. When that ball got by the first baseman, he turned and He went. didn't, did he, Coach? He, made he was great going. He knew decision. I wanted to. So coming in the courtesy run is Brandon Johnson. And Brandon, hey, we, we like to upgrade. He's got new shoes tonight. Look at that. Where are the pink and purples? Yeah, sporting the Donnas. No more. Pitch to Clunan. Fastball taken, 1-0. Clunan hit a tapper back to the mound. His first plate appearance. On deck is Hobbs. 
That play earlier third baseman looked like it was his play all the way. He got to the ball, but only problem the shortstop ran up on him trying to get to the ball also. 1-0 to Clunan. Going to be downstairs, 2-0. And, guys, I'm seeing since the first inning an adjustment by the Bulldogs where they kind of were being really aggressive. Now they're making Trill come to him. Good strategy and a, a good idea to do it this time. They, they're not just playing the game. They're, they're picking up any little edge they can get. Clunan going to call time and step out. And, you know, that's just that's a good sign of coaching to make an adjustment in-game. You know, like this to see, hey, guys, he's missing low. He's trying to get you to be take advantage of your aggressiveness. And now Clooney ahead 2-0, Krill looking in. And there's a smash through the left side. Johnson had to hold up, make sure it got through. They're going to hold him there. Now they're going to wave him. The ball dropped. Clooney going to second. He's going to be out at second. But Brandon Johnson scores on the RBI single. As Clunan hit a sharp single through the left side, the left fielder Owens came up. He came on the run. Neighbors put on the brakes, but he saw the bobble and great move by Neighbors waving Johnson. Also a great move by courtesy running. Yeah, Brandon Johnson definitely picking up the coaching. Hit the brakes and then turned on the Jets again. But Clunan tried to stretch it into a double, and, you know, they're anticipating that throw to the plate. I can't I – can't, can't knock him trying to get to second. No, absolutely not. Being aggressive, they had to make a perfect throw, and it was. Hobbs going to come in there, takes the first pitch, called strike. Not agreeing with that one. You know, going back to the to the run score there, neighbors coming down the line, reading it all the way. Great job by Coach. Oh, one to Hobbs. Going to be downstairs, one and one. And, guys, I'll just reflect the tunings at bat. He was patient. He had a 2-0 account. He made Krill have to come to him, and he jumped all over a letter-high fastball. 1-1 to Hobbs. It's going to be upstairs, 2-1. Good pitch, Brent. I mean, good call, Brent. He, uh, he made him work. He got the pitch that he could handle, and he didn't disappoint. Drove it in the hole to left. 1-1, 2-1 to Hobbs. Going to skip in front, so now 3-1. And these Bulldogs had definitely made an adjustment. Now, Coach, it doesn't look like we're getting letter strikes tonight. It doesn't look like we might even get belt strikes tonight. It is a low zone. So, Krill behind in the count, 3-1, looking to Hobbs. He's sitting dead red. And he crushes one. Is it going to get up the middle? Yes, it does. For a two-out single. And guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on you, Coach Acosta, here on this one. But last frame, you know the Trojans had a two-out single down at first. Hey, they tried to get get him in scoring position. Could be a position here to try to get Hobbs to swap a back, especially with a left-handed hitting Davis in the box. Yeah, you got a guy got Hobbs. You know he he's gonna want to go. If Neighbors is uh, willing to let him decide, let him make that choice. Hobbs is going. Reminds me a lot of here. one of my lady dogs. <laughs> Speaking of, here comes Coach Steve Sebesta out of that first base dugout. Coach Lee, I would imagine it's probably the strategy he's talking about here is we want to give a couple looks, maybe try to keep Hobbs close by. You're exactly right. This game where runs are a premium and it's 1-1 now, he doesn't want to see it go anywhere else. But don't give the same look over there. Look more than once, mix it up two, three times, go to plate, step off. Make the runner uncomfortable is what he'd like to have over there and, and maybe guess him a little bit. 
and you can see you know, a quick pitch, you can see a long pause, a couple different looks he could give here, but we're going to be back to action, Sylvester going back in the dugout for the Trojans, and here comes Jacob Davis as he's got the walk-up music from behind, throwing an excellent big pop-up in the background. So here's Krill looking into Davis. First pitch, he paints the corner. Great pitch, 0-1. Something to watch for. Um, Sun setting right behind yeah. home plate and on the throwback from the catcher, the pitcher yeah. nearly got away from him. I noticed that on Hobbs hit. It was kind of hard for us to see that. Let's see if Sun's going to be a factor in any balls hit here. And they're going to make a snap throw. Hobbs wasn't pulled. Goes back in standing. Doesn't hurt having a seasoned veteran coach helping you out on first base. And TJ Watkins has crushed it all season in that first base box. 0-1. Creel delivers. There goes Hobbs, but it clips Davis in the hip. He's going to trot down to first. So the Bulldogs now got runners at first and second. That's going to bring up the senior second baseman, Alvin Commit, Cade Graves. Grounded out in his first plate appearance, but well, that's had, a, if you had a script in runner zone, who's the guy you want in a box with two two down? Probably right. I'll say it's second baseman when you say Coach Lee. Exactly. Uh, now, Creel, two things here. He didn't want to hit and, and put a runner on uh, with hit by pitch and get first and second. And the second thing he didn't want to do, his face is cat right here. <laughs> With nowhere to put him. Exactly. So here's Graves digging in. First pitch downstairs. Be 1-0. On deck is Rylan Red. Cade Graves is happy to oblige him, though, and step in there with runners at first and second. He's got no problems with it. Creel looking in. Runners at first and second. Two down. 1-0 to Graves. It's going to be away. 2-0. And guys, I'm liking the patience here. A lot of guys in a spot like this 1-1 game, they're just going up there swinging. He's sitting on a pitch. Yeah, like my dad used to say, don't be a hero. Don't be a hero. Have a good at-bat. So 2-0. Kate Graves. Graves, anything letter high. He's, he's, he's gripping and ripping. And there he does, a tapper. Is it going to go stay fair? It's going to go just foul down that third baseline. Make it two and one. Graves in his first at bat uh, came up to lead off and uh, nobody on. This time he's up with two out and two on. So this is where we would like to have him and his coaches would like to have him and his teammates would like to have him. So two one count on the senior second baseman. Alvin commit, bends up. Two one. From Krill, he's being patient. It's going to be downstairs now, three and one, and Graves still being patient. Really good job by the catcher there from Troy, keeping that ball from going to the backstop and holding the runners at first and second. Ball was way outside and low. So three one. We'll see if the old unintentional tensional walk here to Graves. Krill looking in, three one pitch. They're going to snap throw to second. 
and the Bulldogs have been all over that so far. Both of them without a throw. So we're going to go right back to action, 3-1. Graves in the box, two away, runners first and second. 3-1 pitch on its way. There goes Hobbs, and it's fouled away as he got a tremendous jump. Good point, Brand, because uh, it, you're exactly right. He got a great jump. Yeah, he I, had the base stolen. I, I don't know if he was going to have to slide on that, guys. <laughs> that was a delayed still uh, Pete Turney style, if I will. Well, the good thing here, guy, now, full count. Runners just got to let Kirill commit. Once he does, they're in motion. Anything hit to the outfield is one, maybe two. So Kirill looking in it. Here's a big spot, 3-2 pitch, 1-1 one, one game. They're going to snap throw to second. It's going to be back in time. They do make the throw there. The last couple of attempts off Coach Lee, you admitted, wasn't even a chance to make a throw. Yeah, scouting report evidently. Coach has done his job real well. Both runners were back, not even drawing a throw. So 3-2. Big spot here, top of the third. 1-1 one, one game. Krill looking into Graves. He's going to step off as Krill's just being very patient. It's almost like a waiting game here. Yeah. These are great situations for pickoff moves. Two outs, full count. Don't be surprised a little throw behind the runner over at first. And that's why T.J. Watson's got his back to us. 3-2. Krill looking into Graves and stepping off again is Krill. I think right now he's maybe just trying to get under great skin right here. Yeah, trying to disrupt that timing. You can see Graves shaking here. He's ready to go. He is rocking and rolling. So 3-2, big pitch. Moments away from Krill. Pitch on its way, and it's going to be downstairs ball four. Your Bulldogs all of a sudden have the bases loaded for Ryland Red, senior DH. He walked his first plate appearance. So straight neighbor's going to meet him halfway between third and the plate. Man, I'm loving that. I'm loving the energy right here. Coach Trey Neighbors, I mean, he, I don't know what he does in the summer, but maybe motivational speaking could be his gig. He was amped up. He's got that power walk going on. He does, man. He needs to go to the mall and just crush it. <laughs> so here we are. Bases loaded. Two down. Top of the third. 1-1 one, one game. Your Bulldogs are trying to take advantage of a spot here. First pitch called strike on the corner, and that's a good pitch there by Creel. Pitch. Looks like he took a little off of that. So full count. Creel's from that stretch. 0-1. There's a pitch on its way. It's going to skip, but man, Maxfield is just a wall back there. Maxfield just smothered that ball. Uh, Base is loaded. Kept that runner from third, having a chance coming in. Yeah. That looks like some Jamie Acosta tennis ball drill. How about that? That's a tennis day. ball drill. I, <laughs> I saw that. So 1-1 one, one count here on red. Tapper is going to be off his foot. Great call by the umpires. He came out quickly. So it's going to be 1-2 now on red. A lot of energy in the air right here. Can you feel this, guys? Man, it's a big spot on both sides of this. Central's kind of ready to explode. Troy's just kind of on the edge of their seat right here. So, one, two. Red's going to call time and step out. Look, cat and mouse game now going on. Red's returning the favor. Pitcher's going to step on. He's going to step out. 
I look for Creel to kind of expand the zone here. Maxfield showed strength all night blocking it up. We'll see here with the one-two pitch to Red. And he just misses. Oh, and, and Ob's going to try to steal. He calls him out. Wow. Wow. And, and we're going to relay to you. We're just going to kind of sit here. His neighbor's going to come out. But Red took a, a called ball. They threw to the pitcher. Hobbs was halfway broke home. The throw to the plate was high. Looked like Hobbs snuck under it. Ball beating, but the throw was high. But the call is out. You're exactly right, Brant. Uh, Looks like from our view right here, and we've got a good one that the hand got in there. Throw was high. Throw was quick. But it looked like he appeared to get in there. That's a tough break as Hobbs. I mean, I, I love the aggressiveness. You know, I know some people out there listening, bases loaded, two downs, but it was a great spot to make that move there. He had it timed perfectly and looked like he just got in. But the Bulldogs, not the benefit of a call there. And, man, the, the power of Snapchat. We just got a, a photo finished that if uh, we could take advantage of instant replay, we would uh, have a reversal here. But uh, we're going to take a break as we are heading to the bottom of the third, and it's 1-1 here in Madisonville. Purchase semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Open a Southside Bank prime checking account with all the great benefits of banking for the hometown team. Personal service from people you know combined with the latest technology, including online banking with bill pay, text banking, mobile deposit, mobile bill pay, and the Advantage Check Card. With five locations in Angelina County and 59 throughout the state, our team is ready to meet all of your banking needs. Discover banking with a hometown touch. Southside Bank, New Greg all right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined with Coach Jack Lee and Coach Curtis Acosta on the call. We're in the bottom of the third. Your Bulldogs answered with one. It's 1-1, one, one, leading off with you, the leadoff hitter, Hagen Rose. He takes a breaking ball in, going to be called ball, 1-0. On deck is Kyle Torres. That was a great call by Coach Neighbors over there with Hobbs on third. Uh, got a great jump. We got the pitch that we wanted on it. Well, it, you know, two-strike count, but he went to go back to the pitcher he came and appeared to be in there. Only negative on that, the call was an out call. So back to action. Hagen Rose with a 2-1 count. He's going to call time, try to break up the rhythm of Logan Hobbs. Rose fouled out in foul territory to Aiden Dixon to start the game. Pitch on its way. And it's crushed right at Clunan, a line drive, and he snares it for one away. It's going to bring up the second baseman, Kyle Torres, who had a single. Back in the first. He bats from the left side, those right-handed second baseman. Breaking ball just sweeps across, strike one. Hoping the sun won't be a factor here, but 
Clunin with the shades and the cap pulled down tight. He had no problem fielding that line drive. There's a line drive. Is it going to get down? It does. Case going to cut it off in left center. They're going to get it in quickly. Just a one-out single as Kyle Torres on the night is two for two and very similar. Line drives up the middle. Yeah, both of those to, to center. That had some heat on it. So that's going to bring up Mason Dubos, the third baseman. He walked in the first. He came around and scored the only run for the Trojans. Hobbs now from that stretch. And now a little cat and mouse as Trojans twice in a row getting in the box and calling time. And both of those hits up the middle for Torres. A little elevated. Hobbs uh, working back down. Pitch on its way. It's going to be a ball, an aggressive lead over there by Torres. Big secondary. See with one out here and one on at first. See if Torres gets back into the running game. That's been their M.O. all season. Snap throw to the Gotti. He had him leaning, but just mm. back. Man had him leaning. Man, the crowd noise is just insane. We got Waco Robinson and Huffman behind us in a regional final. And you got this big round four matchup. Snap throw again. Back is Torres. You like baseball or softball, this is the place to be tonight. Man, I'll tell you what. You go to Bucky's, come watch some good ball. Not a bad night in Madisonville on a Friday night. What a great facilities they have also. 1-0, two Dubos. And he hits it foul. It's going to get out of play as the runner was moving. So a little hit and run there. 1-0 hit and run. Going to make the count 1-1 one one on third baseman, the senior, Mason Dubos. Hobbs looking in. Snap throw. Back is Torres. Dubos digging in. 1-1. One, one. Hobbs looking. Pitch on its way. Breaking ball just misses. 2-1. Just a little up in the zone here. We kind of commented here early that the command and the zone behind the plate of the umpire is down in the zone. So Hobbs looking in, 2-1 pitch to Dubos. Snap throw, back. And I know if you're listening at home, and you may be commenting saying, man, worry about the hit. don't worry about the runner, go with the hitter. The scouting report on these guys is insane about running the bases. So Trey Neighbors is doing his job of keeping these guys honest over at first. 2-1 to Dubos. There goes the runner. Fouled away again. A little hit and run action. Scouting report on these guys. Would they like to time you up? If you get consistent... Going to the plate, they will time you up and take advantage. Twice in this inning we've had uh, potential hit and run situations and balls fouled off. So we're going to go back to action. 2-2 two, two count. Snap throw again to, over to first. Torres back. And he may go in there and put some sleeves on, have a little burn on that arm, diving back and yeah, forth. Yeah, could be. 2-2, Hobbs delivers. 
It's hit down the right side. Lehman going to have to give it a look. Is he going to have room? Is he going to have room? It is not. Just out of play. Just about. And, uh, man, it, Coach, Lee, I know you talked about it early in the, in the beginning of the game, but foul territory goes just very narrow down the line, and Lehman didn't have a whole lot of room out there. You know, all he needed was a couple feet right there, and he had it time. He would have made that play, but it's beyond the fence. Snap for the first. Torres back. You know, this is a little part of that cat and mouse game we talked about, Brent, here at the plate. It also uh, affects the base runner, trying to keep them honest. Dubos in there, 2-2 count. Torres down at first, one away. There he goes. And down the right side again, and it's going to slice out of play. As Yogi said, deja vu all over again. <laughs> the listeners all over the place. we got one goat to another. Uh, Coach Ray Stanfield tuning in, wanting to say hello to Coach Jack Lee. How's it going, Ray? Good to hear from you, man. Keep listening. we got a good game here. Talk about a guy that knows running. He might could give us some hints on this base running of this Troy <laughs> team. 2-2 right. pitch, Hobbs. They're going to grant him time, and that was late. But they grant Dubos time as Hobbs delivers. And there's that sun again kind of affecting Hobbs. So I know I'm going to throw back to the, to, the, to the mound, but it could be some fielded balls as well that could be tough. The center it can set the better. So 2-2, two, two, Torres at first, Dubos in the box, one away, pitch on its way. It's hit towards right, hit well. Lehman going back, back, and he squeezes it. It's two down. And that's going to bring up Caden Workman, the right fielder. Good scouting report there. We had him playing down the line. He fouled a couple off down the line, beyond the fence, foul. And this one he hit right straight to our right fielder. So good job of setting him up defensively. And that's going to bring up Caden Workman, who got aboard the fielder's choice in the first. Snap throw Torres back. And that's one of those things, Colby Lemon, he's not in the lineup hitting. But defensively, he's just a big part of the game. And there he is doing his job. Just the little things that all add up to a victory. Yeah, absolutely. You look at uh, Troy having the same thing with Maxfield behind the plate. There goes Torres. Tapper slowly and in no man's land. Graves is not going to have a play. As it just hit that turf, took a high hop towards second base. Graves is going to cover the bag on the steal. Just an infield single. It's one of those things that happened. They sent the runner on second base and goes to cover. And the ball was chopped to the right side. High chopper. Time Graves got over to get to it. Runner was already at first. No play. So that's going to bring up Jordan Catani, the DH, and all he's done is been in a similar spot. Two down, first and second. RBI single back in the first. So here's that two out hitting we talk about. Hobbs delivers. A chopper to third. Davis Fields is going to go and touch the bag. Unassisted. Great play by Carson Davis. As a hard chopper to his left, he fields, spins around, and beats the runner to the bag. And we're going to head to that real graphics fourth inning here as it's one-to-one -one in Madisonville. Be back with Bulldog Baseball on next play two. There it is. The sound signaling your morning has begun. Get your kids ready. Lunch is Thank you. 
All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. As we are back to action, going to be Ryland Red. We're in the top of the fourth 1-1 game here in Madisonville. Just like all season, fourth inning brought to you by Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising materials where they do it all. Chris and the guys, T-shirts, banners, decals, they will absolutely knock it out of the park. So here's Ryland Red who ended that frame when Hobbs was thrown out at the plate. So he'll lead it off here in the fourth. Breaking ball hits sharply to short. There's Rose, long throw, and it's going to retire Red across the diamond. Red hit it sharply, but on this turf, it does nothing but gain speed. Well, he gets down that line very well, so but shortstop did a good job with a good, strong throw and beat him by about a step. That's going to bring up left fielder Aaron Sprinkle, who laid a beautiful bunt, a sacrifice, back in the second was a tough play down at first, just got him. But now he's going to be up with the bases empty and one away. Breaking ball swung on and missed. And that sun is going to be a challenge, guys. We're seeing it right now. It's going to affect the middle of the diamond here right now. Yeah, we got about 15 minutes of this. 0-1 pitch. Fouled away, Coach. I would, I, I would just say, let's hit for 15 minutes. How about that? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I don't think Coach Neighbors have a problem with that. Yeah, that game. Uh, I mean, the in inning before this, with the cat and mouse going on, might have helped that set a little bit. Maybe we need to get back to more of that. <laughs> o2 to Sprinkle. It's going to be downstairs. One and two. And just to update you, Tanner Grill in the fourth inning at 56 pitches. So he's on a good pace. One, two to Sprinkle. And he hits it right through the right side. A hard one-out single in the right field. And that's what Sprinkle needs. You know, he struggled a little in the Orangeville series. Great night last night. Today, nice bunt, base hit. Sprinkle's back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back. Well, and Coach Lee, I'm going to go to you on this. You know, I see a lineup card, and I see a Sprinkle, and there's a number eight. It's just... I think it's been mandatory up on the hill that Sprinkles wear number eight. Right. And it commands a hit when he stepped up also. So they he didn't disappoint. They produced a lot of them up on the hill. So here's Bryce Case with one away. He pops it up. Get out, reach the seats. It does down the third base side. On yes, deck is Carson Davis. Good piece of hitting there. Hear that wind kicking up a little, guys. Starting to pick up. So here's Case, 0-1, Krill looking in. Sprinkle it first. Fastball taken. Be one and one on the center fielder.
Brill looking in to Maxfield. 1-1 delivery on its way to Case. Downstairs, and there's another great block by Maxfield. Hanging tough back there. Nice block. He's going to make the count 2-1 and one on the center fielder. On deck is Carson Davis, third baseman. Snap her to first, sprinkle back in time on his belly. Good crowd down here in Madisonville, man. If you're not, if you're not, if you're listening, hey, we love you listening. But man, these guys are putting on a great run. Come support them. Two-one to Case. Pop up. It's going to be in the infield foul territory. Dubos going over. Looks like he's got room. He squeezes. It's going to be two away. It's going to bring up Carson Davis. Hit a tapper back to the mound. His first plate appearance. Now Carson's got several quality at-bats in this playoff run. And right here, we don't need him to do too much. Put the ball in play. Maybe go uh, something here right side. And if you're just joining us, we're in the top of the fourth in a 1-1 game. The real graphic fourth inning. Fastball called strike. That's one of the first letter high pitches I've seen called. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking the same thing. They don't pull a Pitch on its way. Davis hits it up the middle, going up in the hole, flipping the, the shortstop for the force out is the second baseman Torres. That's going to retire the side. As he gets the force out, Bulldogs get a hit, the sprinkle single. We're going to head to the bottom of the fourth real graphic inning, and it's 1-1 here in Madisonville. Be right back with Bulldog Baseball on next play two. Son, back in my day, I would hit home runs so far that the balls were never found. Really, Dad? In fact, when I didn't hit a home run, I would steal a base before you could blink your eyes. Really? And occasionally I would pitch, but when I did, it's like the batters never saw it coming. Are you for real? Pass on all your glory stories over Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Really? Today at Whataburger, we're cooking the sweet and spicy bacon burger. And now it's an all-time favorite. You can't beat it. It's hot, it's fresh. I love this burger. It's just perfect. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is my all-time favorite. Two beef patties, two different types of cheese, caramelized onions. My favorite thing about this burger is the sweet and spicy pepper sauce and the bacon. <laughs> you asked for it and it's back. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is now an all-time favorite at Whataburger. That's happiness. <laughs> Next. And welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined with Coach Jack Lee and Coach Curtis Casa. We get the three broadcasts for breaking out for round four and we're loving it here. And got a combined over 450 victories at the table and, and guys, I have zero. So, uh, I'm pretty close to your side of the equation there, Brent, but glad Coach is here with us. So I appreciate the knowledge. You guys are making me look great tonight. We're going to have leading it off as the pitcher, Tanner Creel. He is going to be 0 for 1, a ground out to second. And guys, he's, he's done his job on the rubber. He's thrown four innings. He's only given up the one. But the key that's, that jumps out to me in a round four game where a guy's only given up one run is zero strikeouts. So his stuff is not going to blow you away. He's not going to get a lot of swing and miss. He's trying to make you nibble, get you out in front. But uh, 
he's doing his job simply in a 1-1 game. Yeah, yeah, he can frustrate. I probably That'd be the best word to describe that. He squares and lays a bunt. Hobbs going to field it. Long throw in time. And, man, talk about taking advantage of a senior shortstop playing pitcher. He pounced off the rubber quickly. Bare hand hop. Long, sharp throw to first. One away. Yes, that came in handy, that middle infielder right there, and, bare, and catching it barehanded and set, made the throw. He made a, uh, a difficult play look routine. And there's a first pitch strike to Caleb Owens, the left fielder. He popped up to first. His last plate appearance on deck, Mac Medina. And there's that sidearm funky slurve from Hobbs for a called strike. I thought it was a good idea for Troy to, uh, with the lefty up there and put that bunt down, but Hobbs would have none of it. Yeah, he jumped off that dirt mound. That's a, It's kind of a, a weird thing, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a turf field, dirt mound. Uh, sometimes we'll see a dirt uh, home plate area, but that's turf, so the only thing dirt out here is uh, on the other side of the wall and right here on the mound. So Hobbs looking in, pitch on his way to Caleb Owens. Fouled straight back as he stays alive. 0-2 in the count. Just updates you on pitch count through four. You've got Tanner Krill with 63 and through three and a third. Logan Hobbs at 54. So they're kind of matching each other. They've settled down. They've got a good pace going. 0-2 pitch from Hobbs. And a great 0-2 pitch there about neck high. Coach, ball. Coach, it cost about that dirt. You know, if you're old school and you think players ought to be dirty, that if they had a good game, that's one of the signs. That's it. There's a breaking ball swung on a miss. And I'll go back to the one, the 0-2 pitch, letter high. It was set up by design. Coach T.J. Watkins calling it in the dugout, and the breaking ball spinning and winning is Logan Hobbs for another Pat Penn punch out, just like all season. Brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Buying or selling, let Pat Penn take care of your real estate needs today. That's going to bring up Mac Medina. First pitch called strike. Now, I don't know if it's just a softball thing, but we call that a daddy hack. Owens, that was a daddy hack on that last uh, strike three. Breaking ball misses one and one. Is that a baseball thing, Coach? On the, it's the softball side also. Daddy hack. A grown man hack. <laughs> daddy said swing. That's what that means. And there is a, looks like a called strike. Benefit of a call there. Now one and two. Hobbs delivers. He's working quickly, and he's going to actually step off here. Pitch on its way. Tapper fouled. It's going to be off the foot. That's several of these so far in this contest. So we're in a 1-1 game. Bottom of the fourth, two away. Bases empty. Mac Medina with a 1-2 count. The first baseman for these Troy children, Trojans. Hobbs delivers. Sidearm curveball. Slash foul down the left side. These Trojans come in number 23 in the state with 29 victories, 13-1 and one in district play. It's a tough, tough task for your Bulldogs. 1-2. Called strike. Oh, throws him on a breaking ball. And there's another Pat Penn punch out for Logan Hobbs, just like all season. Those Pat Penn punch outs brought to you by Pat Penn and Remax Home and Country. Buying or selling. Let Pat Penn take care of your real estate needs. We're going to head to the top of the fifth. We're in a 1-1 game here in Madisonville. Be back with Bulldog Baseball on X-Play 2. X-Play Sports is presented all baseball season long by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Download the Chick-fil-A 1 app today. 
Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Real Graphics, the one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, providing the best veterinary services in the East Texas area. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Kelly Chuck Parts, your local distributor and service center for Checker Wood Pellet Grills and Accessories. Angelina College, CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial, Soundtex, Southside Bank, Layman's Pipe and Still, Bentley AC, Whataburger, Quality Restaurant Supply, Strickland Plumbing and HVAC, Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas Sports. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. As we're just getting a little feedback, we're back now live to action. 1-1 game, and the wild thing, Ricky Vaughn coming up with the haircut coming out of the back of the helmet, Aiden Dixon. How about that uh, backdoor breaking ball by Logan Hobbs to end that inning? And it was beautiful. Located well. So here's Dixon. He got aboard via the era, advanced to second on the throw, and his courtesy runner is the one-run game in the game so far. First pitch called strike to Dixon. So 0-1 count here on the catcher. Aiden Dixon cleaning on deck. Dixon going to call time, and here's coming some of that game within the game, trying to break up the rhythm. Both teams having to work. They're pulling out, and there's no stop. 0-1 pitch. Upstairs going to make it 1-1 one one on the junior catcher, Aiden Dixon. Creel looking into Maxfield, digging in that glove. 1-1 one, one pitch. Now skip in front, and there's Maxfield again. He's just doing a great job, and Dixon kind of giving the respect with the bat tap to the, to the shin guard. One catcher to the other. It's a tough position back yeah, there. Yeah, they understand the struggle. So 2-1 on the catcher, leading off this top of the fifth. And there's a ball downstairs, and guys, I'm just going to kind of echo to y'all. Here in the fifth game, fifth inning, it's a one-run game. I think from here on, the leadoff hitter for both clubs is crucial. If you can retire them or get them on, it's the advantage and disadvantage. I agree, and there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, Strategy-wise, to move that runner along. And just like that, there's a leadoff walk to Aiden Dixon as your Bulldogs get the leadoff runner on. And the on-base percentage machine is continuing his work here in the playoffs. Aboard twice. Here comes Brandon Johnson with those new shoes on, the courtesy run. Coach Steve Sebesta is going to try it out, and it looks like he's going to go to the pin, guys. I'm kind of surprised. That is an early pull, I'm, wouldn't you I'm say? not going to break here for an ad because I, I just want to kind of get your comments about this. I mean, I'm going to touch on Dylan Krill. You know, the thing that jumps out is he doesn't have a punch out. He doesn't have a strikeout. Guys, he's thrown 68 pitches, and he's kept his team right here, right where they have a chance to force a game three tomorrow. I'm kind of surprised with this mood. I'm shocked. I am, too. I, you know, maybe with pitch count being so important nowadays, that's got to be part of it. Uh, either way you look at it, uh, he's been doing his job out there. He's been battling. Uh, he's not giving in. He's uh, he's pitching his game. He's keeping the ball low, going corners, off speed. 
uh, he's been doing all that and coming back with uh, 3-1 and 3-2 counts and getting the job done, it, it is a bit surprising. So they're going to go to the senior, the right-hander, Mason Dubos. We saw him last night in game one. Came in, had a had a walk with the bases loaded, and then gave up, coincidentally, a two-run double to Dylan Clunan, who will be his first batter here in the fifth. So kind of even more odd timing that the first batter he's going to face is one for one with a double yesterday. He only threw the two hitters. They got him out quickly. It was a 7 nothing game. They wanted to have some bullets left for the series. And here he is with no outs and a runner on first. Well, and you know they've they've been uh, down in a series uh, before where they had to, they lost the first game, had to win two. So we don't know what went on in those innings and how those pitchers performed. And this could be carryover from just those uh, the last series they played or something like that. So, and coaches, whatever works, they tend to keep going and going into that well and pulling that out. So playing the percentages, uh, maybe this is possibly a case of that. Yeah, Coach Sylvester, he's got the wins. He understands the situations. And like you said, he's he's been in this position of having lost game one twice already in this series. And, you know, i got to say it, it, it's part of a plan. I am surprised just because of the way Krill was kind of rolling there. So now he's getting the final pitches in. Preston Lewis is going to come off the bench as well, guys. He's going to go over to third base as they're going to put Krill in left field where he was all in game one. And, man, right now there's two throwbacks to the pitcher consecutively going out in the center field as they are struggling with this sun. Brad, I noticed it, and you noticed it. I don't, that doesn't surprise me. But during the warm-ups, two, the last two throwbacks to the pitcher, the pitcher had to squint, hold his glove up, and went off of it twice. That's the third time in this game on a throwback from the catcher that's happened because the sun setting behind home plate. Hopefully that doesn't factor into a, a mistake here or a ball that cannot be fielded because of that. So here's Clunan, first pitch breaking ball in. Going to be wall one. And something to watch is if that ball tips off the glove, the runner can advance. Something for the – you can bet the dugouts both are watching that and the runners will be ready to advance if that does occur. 1-0 swung on a miss on another breaking ball. Gonna make it 1-1 one one on the junior shortstop. Dylan Clunan, no outs. Brandon Johnson, courtesy running down at first. Snap throw back is Johnson safely. Quick move there by Dubo. Johnson trying to test him there with the he didn't have the Aradonis on tonight, so he needs to take it take it safe. One one to Clunan. And there goes Johnson. He's kind of stumbled and he's gonna be thrown out. As he tried to get a break and he stumbled on the turf about halfway and he was out by five feet. Well that's probably just a case from uh, playing on turf and uh, you know not a whole lot of experience on it. It's uh, something that easily can be done, and so uh, just have to mark that up. So the pitch was a ball, two-one count now, one away on Clunan. There's a breaking ball call strike. Going to be two and two on the junior shortstop. Two-two pitch, gonna be downstairs now. Three and two. You know that's a, a teachable moment there. I saw Coach Neighbors grab uh, grab Johnson as he was coming off. You know, disappointed he got tossed out, but let him know, hey, you're gonna get another shot. Three-two pitch to Clunan. Breaking ball, swung on and missed. 
There's two away as Dubos has come in. He's not really thrown anything flat. So that's going to bring up Logan Hobbs, the pitcher. He's one for two on the night, had a single. His last plate appearance flew out in the right center. First pitch misses downstairs. And Dubos, below wise is their top guy. He can yeah, hit 80, 81. Uh, the other guys, they're in the mid-70s, the rest of the rotation. First inning, that pitch was a strike, by the way. Yes. <laughs> All day long. 1-0 to Hobbs. It skips down low as well. 2-0 on the senior. That might have been strike two. Good point. He's working the pitch down at the knees. Spoken like two coaches. <laughs> you just can't help yourself. 2-0 pitch to Hobbs. Breaking ball, fools him, swing and miss. 2-1. That's a hitter's pitch. Uh, Hobbs 2-0. Hobbs, he, he thought he might air one out a little bit and be aggressive. He'd been in his spot before. Ain't nobody better, one 2-1 to Hobbs from Dubos. Tapper to short. It's in the hole. It's going to be a long throw from Rose. He is safe with a head first slide. As Hobbs is hitting down the line, and he laid out on the turf. Medina with the stretch, but it wasn't enough. Nice play by Short. Hobbs just got down the line, and when he got close, head first, he was getting to that bag ASAP. And guys, I know you said dirt bag reference to Hobbs early in the game. And man, a guy I go to instantly with him is he's got a little bit of Bregman in him. You know, it's kind of like he walks that line. There's a little bit of swagger, a little bit of confidence, but he, he doesn't disrespect the game, but he, he's kind of just toes that line, almost like yeah. Bregman. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, that's what uh, Mr. Costa calls him, Bregman. There was two heads-up plays right there. Of course, uh, Hobbs getting down the line, and with the effort on the head first slide, and the first baseman pretty much did the splits, trying to help his shortstop all he could to get that uh, that bang-bang play right there. So two outstanding efforts. Hobbs won that one. Yeah, you just got to tip your cap to Hobbs there. Like you said, all-around good play. But that's going to bring two down, and it's going to bring Jacob Davis, senior first baseman, to the plate. Hobbs in there at first. First pitch called strike on the corner, and that's a little questionable there. Davis, last at bat, drilled one in that hole on the right side for base hit. So uh, with the runner on first, with that hole, that hole's even bigger. Hobbs didn't even off the bag. Probably trying to catch him by surprise. The pitcher didn't even look and turn around through. And Davis, like you touched on, he's one for two with that sharp single through the right side. Oh one from Dubos. Gonna miss away, making it one and one. And, and Davis is a guy with a left hand and bad. If he can just hook one down that line, down that right field line, we've seen him do it. He did it last night. Yeah. Hobbs has got the speed to score with two down. Yeah, Davis uh Davis got the party started yesterday. He did. One one. He's gonna skip, but there's Maxfield again just being a wall. Two one count. You know, and as much as we know that, Coach Sebesta knows that too. This is a kid who hit two triples yesterday. Catcher keeps blocking everything up. Outstanding block right there on the pitch there. Over in the right-handed batter box. Snap throw back to first is Hobbs standing. We got a 2-1 count, two down, top of the fifth, 1-1 game in this game two. 
Your Bulldogs are up 1-0 in the series. 2-1 pitch. Davis turns on one towards the first base dugout. Foul going to be 2-2 two and two now. Coach Lee, is this a, a spot you could kind of see the runner go? Or with a 2-2 two -two count, Davis handles the bat can, well. He handles the bat well. The, the big hole over on the right side. Got a really good base runner over there. Hobbs gets a good jump. So I've been waiting for him to go here at any time. Yeah, he won't check up. 2-2. Two -two. It's going to miss downstairs. Hobbs stays, but we know for sure now he's off to the races. He's got gone. Full count, two down. Hobbs at first. Davis in the box. 1-1 one, one game, top of five. Dubos looking into Maxfield. There goes Hobbs, and the pitch hits Davis again. He's been hit twice on the night. It's not intentional. I mean, we want to make sure the listeners are aware. He just tried to bust him in, and he missed his spot. So, here's that recipe we talk about from Trey Neighbors. If he's going in the kitchen and he's pulling all his ingredients out of the cabinets, it's, it's two runners on with two down and Kate Graves in the box. He's been in this situation again uh, before in this game. So, here's Graves. 1-1 one, one game. Runners at first and second. Two down. Dubos from that stretch. And he hits it up the middle. Is it going to get through? No. The shortstop there, and he's going to take second unassisted. So a force out is going to end it. Bulldogs strand two runners. We're going to head to the bottom of the fifth, and it is a 1-1 game here in Madisonville. We'll be back with Bulldog baseball on next play two. semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas, and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. We're in the bottom of the fifth 1-1 game here. In Madisonville, Troy Trogan's going to send up 9-1-2, but it's not your typical nine-hitter. It's Zach Herbacek, the center fielder, with some speed. He already tried to lay a bunt down early. He's got some speed. We'll see what he does here. 
And, uh, guys, you know, two things that jump out. I mean, Logan Hobbs, one run in the first. He's thrown four score or uh, three scoreless. He's running back out there. He's kind of settled down, done his job. But if this was a spot for Troy, here it is, 9-1-2 in their order. Yeah, I'm almost looking for uh, Herbert Check to, you know, go to the left side and slap. Uh, he's got that speed. He's going to try and do something small here. You can tell Davis has moved in already on the third base corner. First pitch, fastball called strike. Going to make it 0-1 on Herbacek. Troy looking to get something started here from a number nine hitter, like you guys said. Again, he's uh, shown that he's capable of bunting, so we're going we're gonna to react to that right here and be ready for it. 0-1 pitch, Hobbs drops down and pulls him with that sidearm slurve. Swing and miss, going to make it 0-2. Take the bunt away. Exactly what it does. 0 2 pitch, and he's tried to call time. It wasn't granted, and I, I like that by that home plate umpires. It's kind of been a little late. He didn't grant it there, but it called a ball. Time wasn't granted. The pitch looked good from here. Yeah, it did. Wasn't called back at one and two count. Breaking ball miss is going to make it two and two. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but if he would have stepped out of the box. Doesn't matter if it hits the backstop, it's automatic strike. But Herbatech stayed in there, give him credit. 2-2 pitch from Hobbs. He drops down, try to get a fastball by him, but he's going to push the count full. The miss is wide. So Hobbs looking in, full count pitch. And misses just in. There's a leadoff walk by Herbacek. And Herbacek doing his job there. See some pitches, get a walk, flip this lineup. So speaking of, they're going to go to the top of the order with Hagen Rose. He's popped up to the catcher and lined out short sharply. But I think guys here with scouting reporters, they like to run. They like to use small ball. It's a 1-1 game in the bottom of the fifth. I think, I think here's their spot. They try to take advantage of their strengths. Right, on the scouting report, you called it right there, so look for something to be, that runner to be moving right now. They're going to check on Herbacek. He's back safely at first. Now Hobbs has got to move over to first. Herbacek, he, uh, he might have some speed, but if he's leaning, Hobbs will get him. He's going to check on him again. Back safely is Herbacek. Pretty good matchup here with the runner on first hand and Logan Hobbs on the mound. See who wins this battle. Pitch on its way. He squares, lays it down foul. So there's kind of what we see the small ball report on them. But Hagen Rose unable to get it down. I, I look for it again here with a 0-1 count. You're probably right. Uh, certainly uh, runner at first was shuffling off to make sure the bunt got down so he wasn't taking off with it. Cautious with the secondary lead. Snap throw. Back is Herbacek. Over at first. Snap throw. Back is Herbacek. So they're keeping him honest over there. Rose quick pitch, 
And they look snap throw to first by Dixon, not in time. Oh. Kind of had a shot there. Pitch was called like a ball. Got a little far, a little too far off, but he was able to get back. A great idea by Dixon. If he had been on dirt, I believe that right foot would have slid and he wouldn't have been able to get back. So 1-1 one, one count on Hagen Rose, the shortstop. He squares, he takes. Snap throw again, but Herbacek back safely on the ball. It's going to be 2-1. and one. If anything, they're making him consume some energy down there. May end up in a throwout on attempted steal. Yeah, Troy's got something on here. So 2-1 count on Hagen Rose. Herbacek at first. He squares. Pulls back. Doesn't get the call. They're going to throw behind him again unsuccessfully. But it's 3-1 count on Hagen Rose. Three one, so good hitter pitch for the hitter. Hobbs delivers, he squares, he lays it down. Hobbs pounces on it, throws to first, going to be in time. But Herbacek scampers to second. So Rose does his job, advancing the runner. Good job by Hobbs. He fielded it. There was no intention to even look at second. He took the out at first. So here's, here's Kyle Torres. All he's done, the second baseman, has hit two sharp singles up the middle. He's two for two. So Troy's got their man at the plate. Coach Goodson here directing the outfield, trying to get set for, like you said, Torres, twice up the middle. Don't need to leave it up. First pitch, a strike. Going to be 0-1. Hobbs looking in, breaking ball. He lays off. It's going to miss low, making it one and one on Torres. One one misses. Going to be two and one. Torres being patient. Not much lead at second. Yeah, just uh, just looking at that myself, Coach. It's looking like he's getting a, a lead off second, very similar to his lead off of first. The base hit here, we'd have a play at the plate. And there's a 2-1 where Hobbs paints the corner. Going to even out 2-2 two two on Torres. On yeah. deck is Mason Dubos. Two 2-2 two from Hobbs. It's going to miss. It skips away from Dixon. I don't know where Torres is going. He got trots down the first, but it was ball three. And the home plate umpire is going to, looks like he's going to wave him back down here. But Herbacek's going to advance over to third regardless. And they're still talking. And let's see here. Though. They're going to, looks like they're yeah, going to get him, him back, back now, yeah. bring him back. So a 3-2 count on Torres, but Herbacek down there with one away. So if we needed a punch out right here, guys, this is a big spot. Uh, perfect time right here. Well, Hobbs is fully capable. 
you know, you, you can bet he's going to give it his best effort right here. And the Bulldog defense going to come in on the edge of this turf, try to cut the runner down. 3-2 pitch. Going to be a ball. There's a one-out walk. Now the Trojans will have the runners on the corners, first and third, with Mason Dubos, now the Trojan pitcher. And they've got it. Herbacek picked. And they're getting their run down. But the throw goes behind the plate. Oh, my God. So let me update you. Had Herbacek picked as he got a little too far off. They threw behind him, had him a run down. The throw sailed to the plate ahead over Aiden Dixon, the catcher. Herbacek scores 2-1 Trojans. And all the way to third is Torres. He was definitely he was caught out. up in no man's land. And uh, he was hung up. Uh, we just had an unfortunate uh, throw. Went high, sailed high. Could have been uh, uh, not a good grip on the ball, whatever. But Yeah, I think what got him was in the baseline. The runner was in the baseline. He stayed in the baseline instead of dropping to his left, getting a better angle on that throw. Good point, Coach Costa. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That being said, the run scores, and the uh, – Got, they've got the same situation now here. Another runner at third with one out. So Coach Trey Neighbor is going to walk up there and kind of calm the nerves of this Bulldog club. As they kind of showed their frustration. They were just disappointed in their self right there. They had Herbacek would have been a big out. And uh, just an errant throw gets him home. So now the Trojans are back in business with that runner at third and still just one away. Leading now two to one. And Mason Dubos in the box. Infield back in. And the throw gets behind him, and here's another Trojan run. 3-1 Trojans. You know, this goes to exactly how, how Troy wants to play this game. Pressure, pressure, pressure. We've yet to have a base hit in this inning, and they score two runs, guys. Without it, a lot of things have to go right or, or wrong for that to happen. You got to get them on first, but uh, without the aid of a hit, Coach Neighbors going to walk out and kind of talk it over to the home plate umpire. They're going to get the four-man crew together here and just kind of talk over the situation. But just to update you, we're in the bottom of the fifth. The Trojans have scored two, like Coach Acosta said, without a hit. Two walks. Stole a sacrifice bunt, couple pass balls, and an error. And they lead 3 1. I think Coach Neighbors is asking if uh, if the hitter affected that play. They're going to say he did not. So the run stands. Dubos in the count, 1-0. The bases are empty now with one away. and The Bulldogs can just kind of get out of this inning and be down two. Give themselves a chance. They've still got two at-bats. A 1-0 called on the corner, making it 1-1. One one. Really good pitch by Hobbs. Challenge him on the inside part of the plate. 1-1 hit 
high down the line, and it looks like it's going to reach out of play. I make the count one and two on Dubos. Dubos is right on top of that plate, so I like Hobbs starting him out with one on the inside corner. So one two count here on Mason Dubos, one away. It's a ground ball towards Sir Davis. Dives, lays out, jumps up, throws, going to go down the line. Dubos gets up. He kind of trips, and he's going to be there at first. He doesn't advance. Davis made a great diving play on that. Came up on his feet. He had to hurry the throw, and it went up the line. And Carson, like you said, he laid out. Great attempt. Just kind of got up. Dubos was getting on the line. The throw sailed on him. But Dubos tried to take second, stripped and fell. Well, unable to advance, so just run her down at first. Heck of, a, heck of a catch by Carson. I mean, he went all out to his left, fielded it cleanly. But just the throw got away from him in his haste. But the runner didn't advance to second, which is a, a good thing for us. Yeah, good, short fence down there. You mentioned that earlier, Coach. Caden Workman in the box now takes a called strike. Big secondary lead at first. Look for Dixon to throw behind the runner here. Snap throw to first. Back in time. Hobbs looking in 0-1. He calls time, not granted. And you've got to you've got to call that right there. And I think they're going to say he granted him time. Is that twice? I didn't see now. a motion. I didn't see any movement from the umpire granting timeout. No, but after the after he started to walk out, he had his hand up. So I think it was a late call on it, or he decided to call it. So 0-1 count. They're going to look over to first. Back in time as the courtesy runner. You know, that's that's happened twice here recently, so we would like to see a call as soon as it happens, either granted or not granted. Oh, one pitch from Hobbs. He's going to miss, making it one and one on Caden Workman on deck. Katani, the DH. He hits one well towards left center case, going back, 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 running catch. The runner's going to have to scamper back. He does. But Bryce Case got on his horse and chased that one down. Two away. Case had a beat on it all the way, but he had to go over into left center to, to get it. Fortunately, the sun was uh, going at that angle, was not in his eyes, and he made a nice uh, backhand grab. So now Jordan Catani, the DH, is going to step in. He's one for two with a single. And he grounded out to third. He's hit both pitches, both at bats the other way. To the left side. Now throw close at first. Pitch. There goes a runner, and he got a great jump. He's going to be down at second with a two-out stolen base. And guys here throughout this game, too, with Big. two down and a yeah. runner on first. 
That's been their M.O. We're back to the really low pitch being called a strike here. And we'll take it right here as Hobbs delivered one below the knees. Got the call. Foul ball slashed away. Scoreboard scoring 1-1, and we've got 0-2. We'll see here. Pitch from Hobbs. There goes the runner again. Throw down to third. It's going to be He's out. not in oh, time. Wow. And Neighbors is going to cough this one over as well as the throw was kind of a little bit towards the second base side up the line. Davis laid it on him uh, with a head first slide of the runner, but needless to say, the call is safe. He's at third. I believe the important thing here is where the tag was applied on the hip or the leg. Yeah. And the umpire saying that he had the arm beat, you know, got to the bag. I don't see what else it could have been. Yeah, the only, the only thing that could be is that the tag was applied to the leg, Coach. So now a one-two count on Catani. Down there at third is the courtesy runner, Trey Kyler. Hits a ball, going to make it two and two as Kyler's a white second and third with two away. Two-two pitch. Swung on and missed, and that's a big strikeout to strand that runner at third. But the Trojan strike for two runs without a base hit here in the bottom of the fifth. They're going to grab the lead three to one. We head to the top of the six. Your Bulldogs trying to answer here on Next Play 2 with Bulldog Baseball. Being a nurse is demanding, challenging, and rewarding. And the pay is great. Angelina College offers associate degree programs in both vocational and registered nursing. Or take classes to be an EMT, radiology technologist, or a surgical tech. In two years or less, you can be working in a healthcare job that's both personally rewarding and high paying. Jobs in the healthcare field are in high demand. Connect with an advisor today at Angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. and Bryce Case do up here. So you got five, six, seven for the Bulldog order. Red on the night has walked, been aboard, and grounded out too short. First pitch to Red. Curveball called strike on the corner. Mason Dubo still on the rubber for the Trojans. He came in relief last inning. Oh, one to red. Tapper is going to go just foul down that third baseline. Oh, two count. Shadows are appearing out on the field now from the sun, trying to get down a little bit lower. Still right back to the mound. He's still in the full sun, so 
We'll have to watch for throwbacks to the pitcher or ground balls or balls hit in that direction. Pitch on its way, 0-2. And he hits a one-hopper through the legs of the shortstop. Hit it on a button, but it goes through the wicket of Hagen Rose at shortstop. That may be a little spark the Bulldogs need. Yeah, they needed something like that, but that was a scorcher off the bat from Red. Red hit that hard right through the wickets. And uh, so he's on first. That leadoff man on. That's going to bring up Aaron Sprinkle, who is officially one for one. Had a sacrifice bunt. Had a sharp single through the right side. Snap throw back in time is red. And, guys, one thing to watch is, is you look out there at the right fielder. When they go to pitch, he's got the glove completely above his eyes. Sun is affecting him with the left-handed hitting Sprinkle. Could be an opportunity. Pitch from Dubos. Fouled straight back. Going to be 0-1 on Sprinkle. You know, I smell opportunity in this inning, guys. We need to make something happen here. If not, two, one. You know, pick away at it. Snap for a red. Back in time. Mr. Central, you want to cut that, cut into that lead a little bit. If it's one run, great. You got another inning, whatever. You see what happens. Put on the pressure. No one downstairs. Going to even it out. One and one. Yeah, we're getting a feel of the strike zone now. We're in an even inning, so it's not low. Odd inning. Odds and evens. Odds and evens, I think, is what we're doing. The way the Bulldogs hit the ball, I'm kind of uh, feel good about it as far as it coming, coming back as far as the percentage goes. Tapper is going to go towards second. Tough play. And there's going to be no play. And they're going to argue that the runner interfered. But the, the base umpire did not rule that. Second baseman bobbled it, and there's no play runners at first and second. Sebesta comes charging out of the dugout. They're going to get them together, but second base umpire was right on top of it. Guys, this could be interesting. Uh, huge call depending on which way it goes. Yeah. I'm telling you. Let's hope they get it right, get together. They've got an opportunity to get it right. You know, my knee-jerk reaction right here is you got a four-man crew and a guy's standing right on top of it. It's hard to overrule unless it's just blatant that it's a missed call. This is a judgment call here. Emotions are high. And they're going to say he's safe. Call stands. It's the best of barking out of the dugout. But the Bulldogs are in action with runners at first and second. No out. Similar to the last frame, Bulldogs two runners aboard without a hit, two errors. Huge opportunity here. And here's that center fielder, Bryce Case. Snap throw, and they don't even make the throw. That's three times they've spun towards second. The Bulldogs sniff it out. Dubos looking in. Swung on a miss on a breaking ball. And guys here, here's a spot you could either move the runners over, but you've got probably one of the bigger bats here at the end of your order. Here's a guy that can put some thump. Casey, you may want to let him swing away. We'll see with the 0-1 strategy. Yes, let's see what strategy is right here. 
Dubos fires. Tapper towards third. He's going to go to first. He throws across for, to one. And it's just away. away. Here comes Sprinkle on the third. Pace is going to stay there. So they get Red at third. But now the Bulldogs got runners on the corners with one out. Still without a hit. Case did a good job getting down the line, getting out of the box first off. You know, a discussion we had, you know, yesterday, last night grabbing a burger. Get out of the box. Get out of the box. So today, he really did that well. Out of the box, all the way down the line. Here comes El Presidente, Carson Davis. With runners on the corner, one away, 3-1 game. Snap throw to first, Case back. Troy's kind of seeing a little first and third action. What Trey Neighbors is cooking up. A lot of pressure right here in this situation. All right, sorry for the break up there. We're trying to get back to action. No pitch deal to, to uh, Carson Davis. Runners on the corner, one out. Dubos from that stretch. There goes Case. And a fly ball, it's going to be caught, and they're going to have a double play. Oh, my God. So, Case was off on the pitch. Davis popped it up weekly to second. There was no play as he just flipped him. Sorry for the make mix up, but hit softly. Case had, had was at second. They flipped over for the ending inning double play as they dodge a bullet and leave the runner stranded. We're going to go to the bottom of the six, 3-1 Bulldogs. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones. Get treated in spacious suites complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center. Located in Lufkin in front of Sam's and Walmart. Need your roof replaced? Replace it with a metal roof. With many colors to choose from and save money on your homeowner's insurance. Need a metal building for an office, barn to store your hair tractor? What about a metal fence? Layman's Pipe and Steel is the number one place to get your quality steel materials for all your residential, commercial, agricultural, or industrial jobs. Delivery available whether you're a homeowner or contractor. Give Layman's a call. They've got it all at Layman's Pipe and Steel. All right, welcome back here to the next play two. We're in the bottom of the six, 3-1 game. Tanner Krill going to lead it off for the Trojans. Just bear with us, having a little bit of technical difficulties, but I think we're getting ironed out. Logan Hobbs still on the rubber. First pitch popped up, out of play, going to make it 0-1. Hobbs coming into the sixth inning with 92 pitches. 110 is the limit. So trying to have quick work, maybe getting through the sixth and Give him a chance for the seventh. Let's go, 
Bulldogs can answer. 0-1 taken, 1-1. One 1-1 one. One, one upstairs, 2-1 on Creel. Miss is going to be three and one now on Tanner Grill. On deck is Caleb Owens. Three one foul down the left side. Sprinkle going to give it a look, but he gets out of play. Going to make it now full three and two. Let's go one three. We need to put a goose egg up this inning, guys. Need to go in. To the top of the seventh with the 3-1 game. 3-2 pitch to Krill. And he checks the swing, and they're going to say he did go. So a big strikeout by Logan Hobbs. And just like all season, that Pat 10 punch out brought to you by Pat Bennett. Remax Home and Country buying and selling. Let Pat 10 take care of your real estate needs today. That's going to bring up table of Owens. with the open two on the night. Good job by Hobbs getting that leadoff guy. Breaking ball, spins in there for a called strike. Like you said, Coach Acosta, we have shut down any right here and, and put all our marbles up in that seventh. And there's another called strike, making it 0-2 on Caleb Owens. Curveball misses, going to make it 1-2. Hobbs hits the 100 pitch count. One, two, just misses. Going to make it even. Two and two. That's up. Uh, you know, that's a high strike or high ball, whichever you're going yeah, to ball, call it, because it's not been called tonight all night. Two, two misses downstairs. So now back to back full count by these Trojan hitters as they're trying to get Hobbs out of this six. Called strike. Another punch out. All right, we'll take it. Hobbs, back-to-back punch outs to start the frame. And Trey Neighbors going to walk out, and we'll kind of see at 103 what the strategy is here. And he's going to take the ball from Hobbs with 103, and I think, guys, you know, I'm going to lean on y'all right here for this, but he, wanna, he wants to leave him with seven if he can come back mm -hmm. to him in a game three. Yeah, at some point. At some point, you may need those seven pitches. Exactly. So make the change now. Got Butler coming in. Lefty coming in. And they're gonna, we're going to stay on air here. Kind of comment, but the lefty Brant Butler coming in. He's fresh off a third-place finish in the state tournament of Bulldog Golf as they just went down and dominated down there and finished third place. Great job by Bulldog Golf and Coach Mike DeWitts and Butler, a big part of that group. Coming in now, the left-hander sophomore. He'll give them quite a different look, of course, yeah. pitching from the left side and, and, uh, and the stuff that he has. So uh, it's going to be a, a change from uh, they're going to have to adapt to him, and I'm not sure they're going to be able to in, in the amount of uh, uh, in the late innings. 
Well, and the thing I like here is there's two down, there's nobody on, and if you're going to get Brant Butler a, a, a sophomore in a game, you don't you want to try to limit the high pressure moment. And uh, you're getting him in a situation here with two down, nobody on, and coincidentally a left-handed hitting Mac Medina. So it's a it's a it's a well thought out plan yeah, here by Trey Neighbors. Uh, this, this is a good matchup. You know, if if we had looked before that last batter, we could probably see Watkins and and Neighbors talking and discussing. At what point do we want to do this? And uh, like you said, perfect timing. I think I know Hobbs wanted to finish. You know, he's just a competitor that way, but. Leaving him with seven pitches to go, uh, potential game three arm force. And so Hobbs going to come off that rubber. He's going to go over to that natural shortstop position. Clunan slide to third. And uh, so Carson Davis is going to come out of the game. And they're going to leave Lehman out there in right field. So Butler would be batting eighth in this order, but that is the last spot. So he would do up, do up ninth. So that's kind of why you see that move right there by Trey Neighbors. He's going to keep Lehman out there in right field. He's done a great job defensively. Like you guys said, Neighbors going with the lefty on lefty right here. So playing the percentages. Two out. Nobody on. Sixth inning. So Dixon taking that final warm-up toss from the left-handed pitching Brant Butler. Magnadina getting ready to dig in that box. And, guys, Brent Butler, I know Bulldog fans are, are, are well-known, but uh, he's got a prosthetic about from the you know the lower part of his leg. And, and the guy just, I mean, you never could tell out there. I mean, the guy is an unbelievable competitor, uh, just just something special for Bulldog fans. He's a guy that you all need to get behind and cheer on. He's a special kid. Yeah, you know, he's an athlete. You know, like I said, he's an athlete, state golf medalist, competitive He's out here on the mound to do a job right now. Yes, sir. So here is Butler, first pitch coming in relief. It's going to miss away, making it 1-0. I mean, you can't go wrong with a first name either. So let's just, let's just go ahead and get that out there. Brant Butler. I like it. So 1-0 from Butler. It's going to miss downstairs 2-0. So command a little low here. And needs a sec, find his footing here. And I like this right here. Dylan Clunan kind of showing some leadership. Coming over from third base, talking to Butler. Passing on a few key words in this situation to be a fellow pitcher. So 2-0 from Butler to Medina. He's going to miss downstairs now 3-0. from Butler to Medina. They're going to call that a four-pitch walk there. That's not your typical 3-0 pitch. Typically, anywhere you get it around the plate, you kind of get the benefit of the call and doesn't get it. Four-pitch walk to Medina. There's been three pitchers up around that level in this inning, and you could argue with all three of them whether they would call ball or strike. So now that's going to bring center fielder Zach Herbacek who started that two-run rally in the fifth with a leadoff walk. Came around and scored. The center fielder bats from the right side. First pitch downstairs. Going to be 1-0. 
You know, guys, it's not easy coming out of the pen, too, to a mound you're unfamiliar with. So yeah, absolutely. This could be a lot of him getting used to or used to that mound a little bit. So taking him a few pitches. He's a control pitcher, though. So 1-0 count here on Zach Herbacek. Butler, oh, nice move. It's almost kind of got him leaning, but back safely is Medina. It's kind of that crafty lefty move over there. Had a little pause in it and then decided to go over there. He's certainly going to try to vary that uh, motion to the plate. 1-0 from Butler. Runner goes, Dixon from his knees, the throws a strike, and he nails Medina. As Dixon, guys, let's see if that can put a spark into these Bulldogs. Defense leads the offense, Brent. Defense to offense. They're going to head now to the top of the seventh, trailing 3-1. to We'll be back with Bulldog Baseball on next play, too. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. Graphics, we have a one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I am Brantley, joined by Coach Jack Lee and Coach Curtis Acosta. We're in the top of the seventh-year Bulldogs trail, 3-1. to They're trying to mount a rally. And Coach, how many times have you seen a guy make a stellar defensive play like Aiden Dixon to end inning, and all of a sudden you look up and he leads, they're leading off the frame? Well, I can't say enough about that effort a while ago. You know, we're struggling to throw a strike or get one called, and we make a, a pitch. They send a runner. Aiden Dixon stays down low, makes a perfect throw to second, throws a guy out by about two steps. That, yep, that man's going to lead it off here in the seventh. He takes a first pitch ball inside for a 1 0 count. And you're exactly right. After a play like that, usually they lead off the inning. So. Dubos with the 1 0. Swung on and missed on a breaking ball, going to even it up at 1 1 to Dixon. He's been aboard twice, got aboard via era and a walk. Cleaning on deck. Both catchers on both teams tonight have done a fine job blocking the ball low. And there's that low strike called at the knees, going to make it one and two. Well, he didn't want that and he didn't offer it. But now we got two strikes. He's going to have to go to protect mode right here. Two strike hitter. So Zubos with the 1-2. He tried to sneak a fastball by him and just misses. Maybe 2-2. Two two. Maybe got a break there of the Bulldogs. Pitch up around the letters, but that's not a strike tonight. So 2-2 two, two on the catcher, Aiden Dixon, leading off the seventh. And he just gets a piece of a breaking ball. Nice job of just battling, staying alive. 
Uh, what a hang from the ninth spot. So we're going to do it again. 2-2 on Aiden Dixon. Dubos on the bump. He delivers. Swung on a miss on a changeup. And that's going to be the first out of the seventh inning. Well, that was a quality pitch on that. That's just a, a tough pitch with two strikes for anybody to handle. So that's pitcher's pitch. So that's going to bring up Dylan Clunan. He's one for three on the night. We're up at the top of the order. This is good for the Bulldog. And he hits a sharp ball. Is it going to drop? It does for a one-out single in the right field. He's two for four. That's going to bring up Logan Hobbs, who's two for three with two singles. And if you're the Bulldogs, you just want an opportunity and get that time run to the plate. Yeah. And here's their chance there in the meat of their order. you got three guys that have, verbal, that have committed to the next level here in your order. Four-year starters. Good spot here for the Bulldogs. Yeah, I like what Clinton did there. He didn't do too much. He just went with it, got the base hit so we can get Hobbs. And he crushes one right at the third baseman. And they're going to throw to first. And the throw is wide. As they had Clunan dead in the water. But the throw was wide. And Sebesta is barking. He is absolutely getting after the first base umpire. But they're going to say Clunan got back on the wide throw. But Hobbs drilled it to the third baseman. Brad, that ball was hit hard. Man. I mean, he was all over it. It had base hit all over it. Third baseman went to his left and uh, somehow snagged in the webbing uh, and had a chance to double us up over there. And they're going to bring now, the four-man crew together. Sebesta absolutely came sprinting out of the dugout, barking at the first base umpire. They're going to get them together. He thought Medina held that foot on the bag as Clunan did not beat the throw. What a shot by Hobbs. That was a monster of a hit. Third base. Hard one I've great play. all year. Yeah. You bet. Third base and made great plays. The only way that ball could have been called. And guys here, you know, the call's made. They've not overturned any all night. And uh, I can't see a call being overturned to end the game. We'll at this see stage here. of the game, I think you're right. That's the way I'd look at it. And, and, and we are right. Go, go, go! And they're going to stay put. So the Bulldogs down to their last out here in this game, too. There would be a game three tomorrow at 5 p.m. if the Bulldogs can't rally. But they've got a chance now with Jacob Davis cloning at first. Big hole on that right side for Davis, the left-hander, left-handed hitter. Dubos from that stretch. Davis hits it well towards right, going back, going back, going back, over his head. And it's going to be a ground rule double. Uh, the Bulldogs catch an unfortunate break as it hits that turf and goes over the wall. But regardless, the Bulldogs got the time run at second base. What a shot by Davis, but you're right. Hit that turf and went straight over the wall. Catching a break for Troy because that was a run for the dogs for sure. Guys, I hate to say this, but Kate Graves, the guy you want in the box, but a base open. We'll see what Sebesta does. With two out, what will they you, do? I don't think you pitch him anything. You may. Yeah, he's going. 
He's got to put them on here. And he's recognizing right now who's getting the box. Sylvester's going to call time and go out to Dubos. Red is on deck. The senior has been aboard once, retired twice. Or excuse me, been aboard twice, retired once. What a clutch double by Davis. I mean, he hit the ball on the line, the right fielder trying to make a play on it. It looked like he might have a beat on it, but he kept going yeah. back and back and back, and the ball just was hit with too much authority. I mean, you do have an open base, but do you, do you put Graves on to go to a guy who was three for three yesterday? That's a well, great you know, point. It's a good point. Uh, the thing I look at is uh, you got to – the infielders can make a diving play and have a, a force at any play to end the game. So well, they're going to they're gonna pitch to him. We'll see if the old unintentional intentional walk, but not the four path. Pitch to Graves. It'll be a breaking ball away. Make it one and oh. I think you'll see a steady diet if those breaking balls away. So the Bulldogs with two outs. Kate Graves time run at second. Looning down at third. Dubos taking his time, 1-0. It's going to be fastball away, 2-0. And, and I'm just waiting on Sylvester to just point to first, but he's not. He hadn't yet. Hits the great. Be a breaking ball, misses 3-0. and Let's see now. And they're now going to just say put him on. And uh, it's it's a, the, the walk now is going to load the bases. Thought he might could get Graves to chase and pop something up. Graves being very disciplined. Taking the walk. I'm just shocked he got three pitches. Same here. Guys are all state <laughs> hitting 464. Can't believe it. But regardless, the Bulldogs now with the bases loaded. And Ryland Red, the senior, coming up, he had, like Coach Acosta said, three hits in game one. He's been aboard twice tonight. And he's not a guy that's scared of the moment. No. And, and, uh, all we need is a base hit. We just need something to happen here in HHB. He can run, too. So even an in infield ground ball, he can beat it out. Chopper to third. It's going to go just foul. Make it 0-1 on the breaking ball. So if you're in Central Pollock, man, I, I know you're on the edge of your seat. You're maybe driving in your car and not getting out of it as we're in a big spot here. Bases loaded, two down. Bulldogs trail 3-1. Ryland Red in the box. Dubos delivers. It's going to be a fastball taken high. Going to make it 1-1 one one on, on Ryland Red. You know, Red might not take much to hit here. You know, you, Let's say you give up a walk. You're still up 3-2. Working out of the windup. 1 1 pitch to Red. On second. And a breaking ball just almost gets by Maxfield as he backhands it. He's been a machine back there. And that pitch was, was way away. That pitch was not meant to be anywhere close. And I think that's what we're not be seeing, guys. Let's get him to chase. Let's get him to hit a weak ground or somewhere. So 2 1 count. Rylan Red digging in that box. And there's a low fastball now. 3 and 1. Very interesting. 3-1, hitters count. Red, it's his pitch. 
Watch out. Here's a big moment. Pitch on its way. And there's a walk. Here comes Dylan Clunin trotting in. And it's three to two. And Coach Acosta, I think I'm going to have to agree with yeah. you on that, is that they did not want Red to hit, hit get his pitch. And, and Chase, so be it. Yeah, and, and you've got to look at it from the perspective of uh, who would you rather face. You know, Sprinkle had a great hit earlier, had a good one yesterday, uh, but they've seen a scouting report. They know he struggled a little in the Orangefield series. I think Sebesta thinks this is their best shot for the third out. I hope Sprinkle proves them wrong. We know Sprinkle. We know the family. We know they can hit the ball. Let's uh, let's step it up here, Sprinkle. Here's Aaron Sprinkle digging in. Bases loaded. 3-2 game. Two out. Seventh inning. There's a fastball. Oh, my god! Questionable call on the outside corner, but a called strike. Time run on third. Winning run on second. Two down. Sprinkle digging in. 0-1 pitch. And that's the same pitch called for a ball, though. One and one. Dubas is working quickly now. One one count. Dubos lined up pitch. Breaking ball misses. Two and one on Sprinkle. Sprinkle going to take a step out, kind of collect himself. I like this right here, regrouping, a couple deep breaths. Got to settle things back down, reset. So 2-1 count, bases loaded. Bulldogs down 3-2, to two, two outs in the seventh. Dubos looking into Maxfield, he delivers. And there's ball three. 3-1 three, count. And, and guys, I, I think you got to let him take it. Yeah, you're taking all the way you got here. to. The advantage if you go 3-2 is your runners are in motion. Take all the pressure off the header. He's going to get two, maybe. So here's the 3-1. Sprinkles taking. And there's ball four. The Bulldogs have tied it. Oh, my With God. With two outs in the seventh. Do not turn off your headset yet, folks. What an at-bat by Sprinkle there. Calm, cool, collected. Great job by Sprinkle. Guys, let's just back up. With two outs, Jacob Davis delivers a ground rule double, followed by an intentional walk to Graves, then a walk to Ryland Red, and then a walk to Sprinkle. And now that brings up Bryce Case. Two outs, game on the line. Pitch to Case. Swung on the left, and the left field. Here comes Graves. Here comes Red. The throw's not in time. Bulldogs five. Trojans three! Whoa! Are you kidding me? What an inning for your Bulldogs. We got high fives going on all around here. Uh, you want to talk about clutch? There's about four guys in a row that came up clutch. It's unbelievable. The pressure those guys are in, and they're coming through. What we'd seen prior to that, Brent, what you brought up. Walk, intentional walk, 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 and he goes up and hits the first pitch. What a job by the junior center fielder, Bryce Cases. He absolutely 
hit a rocket through the left side. And off at the crack of the bat, Ryland Red was, there was no stopping. And I don't care what Trey Neighbors was doing. No. He was gone off to the races. No, you've got, you've got to wave him in. You've got to wave him in, especially in that kind of situation. Neighbors made the perfect call there. Again, coming down the line to read the throw. So now back to action. Carson Davis in the box. Runners on first and second. Two out. Let's keep this going there, Carson. Long on and missed. And, and guys, I know uh, you got a little amped up there. I don't know if that's Red Bull or what coming through or it's Bulldog baseball combination. But, man, it, it is intense and clutch moments for Bulldog baseball. You can't help it when you get come up with a uh, RBI chance like that. Oh, one skips through. Make it one and one on Carson Davis. How exciting. He stepped in there. Pitcher been struggling. He was going to miss with one out over the plate. He was going to make him pay, and he did. Dubos now with a 1-1 count to Carson Davis. Going to be taken 2-1 on Davis, who's re-entered the game for Brant Butler. So there will be a new pitcher. I don't think there's no guesses who that guy is. Two-one count on Carson Davis. Breaking ball called strike. Right making it two and two. Two-two to pitch to Davis. And miss away. Now it's going to run full. Learn to be in motion. We'll count two out here. We just need uh, to put the ball in play here. Exciting playoff baseball. Just make Dubos commit to the plate here with a full count. There goes the runners. Davis hits it sharply, but right at the second baseman on one hop. He's going to retire. But your Bulldogs bat around and with two outs put up a four spot. And they have grabbed the lead 5-3. And we're going to head to the bottom of the seventh. Be back with Bulldog Baseball on next play two.
grabbed my patty melt, started rushing it back. By the time I got there, the lady was just closing the door. She sees my bag. She goes, sorry, but if you give me a water burger, I'll let you on the plane. And I told her, let's on to the next flight. And I was late for work, but it was worth every bite. <laughs> I don't think anything tops a patty melt at water burger. All right, welcome back here to the next play, two. I am Brantley, joined with Coach Jack Lee and Coach Curtis Acosta. Your Bulldogs strike for four with two outs. In the seventh, they grab a 5-3 lead, and now the guy that was the game one story with only 51 pitches through five innings is going to try to close it. Dylan Clunan going to the rubber here. The Trojans will have 9-1-2 in their order. They're only down two, but your Bulldogs are trying to advance to the regional finals. Unreal. That's the only way to put it. Top of the seventh inning, you're down 3-1 with two outs. Two outs. Davis comes up with a clutch double, and, and it just went from there. He put a lot of life into that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pulled off bench over there and dug out. Hey, it's not over till it's over. Yeah, and you know, Brant mentioned uh, just clutch at bats. No one got up there trying to be the hero, as I mentioned before. No one got up there thinking, I got to hit it out. They took the walk. You take the walk, load the bases, let keep the inning going, and uh, good things happen. We saw that, Coach. Take one, one at bat at a time. And in those big innings, a lot of times, it's accumulation of a lot of things. A walk here, maybe an error, yes, sir. a base hit, pass ball, whatever. Man, and let me keep letting it happen. Let me tell you, I guess words traveling in Central Pollock. We have hit over the 1,300 mark in listeners as Bulldog Baseball is just growing right here. Tremendous. We love hearing from you. Thanks for jumping in and listening. Hey, be right on the edge of the seat with us, cheering them on as we're trying to get these last three outs here in game two. Wow, that's a, and, and again, that's devices, so think of how many, how many listening parties there might be out there. There might be six people listening on that one device. I love every bit of it as everybody's getting behind these guys. And we're Dylan Clunan's throwing his final warm-ups, and we're going to have Zach Herbacek lead it off for the Trojans. He's 0-for-1 with a walk. Just got a message here from my dad. Everyone's favorite, Miss Luffy, had foot surgery today, and we wish you the best, Mom, and he said she almost jumped off the couch in that inning. He had to get her back down. So have a seat, Mom. We'll try and finish it up here. Have to get her a seat belt for that couch. <laughs> so now Dixon coming back from the mound, trying to make sure Clunan is taking a deep breath, just kind of gathering himself here. But Zach Herbacek going to lead it off on deck. Hagen Rose followed by Kyle Torres. Clunan's first pitch to Herbacek. And there's a strike as he pumps one in on the corner. Way to start him off with the strike right here. They could possibly be taking this inning. There's breaking ball. He holds up. Going to make it one and one. That's a good take. I don't know how he held up, but pretty good pitch by Clun. Lead off out is huge in the seventh. Always is. Pitch on its way, 1-1. Fouled out of play. Going to make it 1-2 on Herbacek. As if you're just joining us, if somebody sent you a text, your Bulldogs were down 3-1 in the seventh, down to their last out, and scored four runs, grabbed a 5-3 lead. That's where we stand here with no outs in the bottom of the seventh. Base is empty. Pitch from Clunan. Breaking ball as he holds up. 
Gonna make it two and two. On deck is Hagen Rose. 2-2 pitch from Clunan. Chopper over to the middle. Graves going to field in a hop. Herbacek getting on the line, but Graves fires a strike. That's one away. I'm going to talk to two guys that know all about getting leadoff hitters out. How big was that? That's huge. That's huge. That, that, that right there can set the tone for the whole inning. You know, he gets on. He, he's got a speedster over at first. It changes things that puts Troy in that position they want to be in, Coach, and getting that first out is huge. Even each inning, if you can get that leadoff guy, it's been proven you're going to keep the opponents down to run scored. So no more important than in the seventh. Big out. Making a call time here. Jacob Davis getting that shoe tied down in first base. But Hagen Rose going to jump in. He's 0 for 3. Popped up to the catcher. Lined out sharply short and had a sacrifice bunt. Breaking ball, beautiful, called strike, 0-1. Clunan delivers. Just misses, going to be 1-1. One and one. On deck is Kyle Torres. Breaking ball, skips. In front, gonna make it two and one. Like how Clunan's going out there taking charge. He wants the ball back. He's ready for the next pitch right after he throws the first one. Pop up's gonna go out of play. Clunan's got an opportunity. He was the game one winner. He can come in and get a save here in game two as Brant Butler stands in chance to get the W. Wow. I, I just, you saying that, I didn't even think about that. That's absolutely right, Brent. So 2-2 pitch to Hagen Rose from Clunan. And he just misses as Bulldog Faithful is up on their feet. Going to make it 3-2. The strike, bump, strike zone's been back and forth every inning. Both uh, fans, both teams' fans complaining. 3-2 pitch, hits sharply, but foul down the left field line. I think if you're cloning, you got to just do what he just did there. Challenge yeah. him if he gets a hit. Hey, so be it. Tip your cap and move on. Got one out. Up by two. We don't want to put him on with the wall. Challenge him. Got a great defense behind him. We've got him to pop up a couple of times once yesterday, once today to the catcher. Uh, full count, he's the leadoff. So we're going to go back to action. Hagen Rose digging in that box. Full count, one away, bottom of the seventh. Clunan delivers. Breaking ball, pop up. Hobbs going to call it on the edge of the grass. And he squeezes, two away. I think one thing all three of us have in common is we're very superstitious. Yeah. You know, we're not, there's a lot of things we can say right now, but we know that there's a lot of games. Your Bulldogs just proved it down to the last out. But uh, we'll be ready to get those comments and hopefully we get the opportunity. Here comes Kyle Torres. He's two for two with a walk. Clunan's first pitch to him. 
called strike. You know, this is an up-the-middle guy. Two base hits up the middle. Yesterday, one to second, one to short. Notice where we're playing here. 0-1. It's going to be just inside. And Torres, I'm kind of surprised there. Coach Lee just, you know, there was a chance he, you know, I know what you would have been yelling from the box. You, you turn in the rolling of that one. You, Wear it. You, the time runs on deck. Your, your hit doesn't matter. But, it, but we're fortunate. Dixon going to trot out and talk it over to Clunin, and it's a 1-1 count. And you want to talk about a guy, the first guy comes to my mind, Stephen Malim. Oh. Stephen Malim. Uh, Led the team. <laughs> Led most teams. School record still School record. But, you know, just like we had that inning last inning, we just, whatever it took, yeah. each at bat to get on. An intentional walk, two walks. Had a double. 1-1 one, one to Torres. He's going to just miss. Making it two and one. Runs are a premium. They get on at any cost. Two-one pitch. Just called on the inside corner. Now your Bulldogs are a strike away. Two-two. Get on your feet, Bulldog fans. Let's go. Two-two pitch. Two-two pitch from Clunan. Pop up, Hobbs going out, Sprinkle coming in, and he squeezes he it. it. He got it. it. Your Bulldogs are going to advance to the regional finals for the first time in 36 years, Bulldog fans. Since 1983, I've got a guy right here beside me. Folks, I'm just going to say you're our good luck charm. Twice your, the Bulldogs have been there. You've got the one common ingredient, and here we are. Yeah. Well, great game. I'm proud to be right here with you and watching this win and with you two guys on each side of me. It's pretty fantastic. But, you know, those guys earned it out there. They did. I'm, they I'm absolutely speechless here. It's their year, and they've proved it. Uh, just been great watching them and following them. So congratulations right now. And I know they're not satisfied. That's right. They're not satisfied. What a great come-from-behind fight. They had to fight, scratch, and claw to get through this game. Let's give credit to Coach Trey Neighbors and, and uh, his staff, T.J. Watkins and Brandon Goodson, and the job these guys have done is they've just went on a rampant pace in postseason and advanced to now the regional final. That, Bulldog fans, hey, how, I'm going to give you two words. How close are we to round rock? That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know, what is our record going into the playoffs, Brandon? 15 and 13. I mean, 15 we're, we're barely by 500. Played some tough competition. That's why the record, you know, stood where it stood. And there was a reason we played that tough competition. We wanted to be ready to go for when it was playoff time. And look at these Bulldogs. They're two wins away from Round Rock. It's unbelievable. It's paying off. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna say like I did last Saturday night. Me and Coach Acosta were fortunate to walk off a Game 3 winner down in Orangefield. And Bulldog fans, if you're out there listening to Central Pollock, you don't have plans next weekend. We just made them for you. Go support these guys. They are unbelievable. They have got a lot of heart, a lot of grit, and they are just piling it on in postseason. Get behind this group of kids. Well, congratulations, Trey Neighbors and his coaching staff. Done an excellent job, and they continue to do it. It's no surprise. We're proud for them and the kids. The kids, it's all about the kids. Kids playing hard, working hard. You know, you talk about the last time we made a regional final. 1983, like you said, this guy right here made that trip. We made the trip down to Austin, and uh, Troy was there. You know, a little bit of information there. Troy was at State with us in 83. They lost the semifinal before us to Union Grove. 
Coach Lee and those 83 Bulldogs beat the defending champ, South Lake Carroll. Then they take down Union Grove. But the last time we are on the field with Troy, we're, in, we're at a state tournament. So, I don't know. Maybe this is good juju here. We face Troy or in the same area with Troy. And we're two wins away, guys. I just can't keep saying that. It's unbelievable. You know, it's the thing that I take away from it that's big is, is we've got guys that are chiming in all during the broadcast that are part of Bulldog baseball throughout all the years. The, the things they contributed to this program up and down through the years. And, you know, we go to those memories. They're instant. You know, 83, those guys out there, this is the last time this has happened. The thing I go to is these are new memories. These are new things that Bulldog Baseball are putting on the map. And I'm just so proud of these guys and this staff continuing the legacy that Bulldog Baseball, the foundation's laid out there and continuing that path. And, guys, you know, I think we're going to get close to wrapping it up. So, you know, I'll start with final comments here. You know, it's, it's real simple. Down to their last out, two outs, and Jacob Davis with the ground rule double, and then all of a sudden just quality at bat after quality at bat, and Bryce Case with the big two-out, two-run single, and that's the difference, 5-3. So, Coach Acosta, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you, and yeah. we'll let Coach Lee finish it, but what's something you take away from tonight? You know, that last inning, you didn't see a head down. You saw guys coming out of the dugout. You saw guys communicating. That's the biggest thing. After that bat, what I saw. This is what's going on. Communicating with each other. You're down three to one with two outs. Davis comes up. Next batter, next batter, next batter. It's always next guy up. That's what stood out to me the most in the seventh inning. No one hung their head and said, oh, I guess we're playing a game three. They said, no, we're still in this. We're still in it. It takes three outs to get us. And the boys came out and they scored, put four on the board. That's unbelievable. And we're going to close the continued it. Fight. We're going to close it here with Coach Lee for final comments. And Coach, you've seen a lot of ball over the years. You've seen a lot of uh, crazy things. You know, I know we could sit here all night and talk about them, but talk about what this means to Bulldog baseball and what they did here tonight. Well, the key thing that comes to my mind is they battled. And when you've been around this game a lot, some battle better than others' teams. And those are the teams, that uh, quality teams. But this team tonight battled. Uh, they made something out of that last inning. They were down. They didn't get rattled. Uh, they didn't get frustrated like Coach Costa said. They didn't even think, you know, we got another game if we were to, they were to slip up on something. No, the game was still within reach and put an inning together. It was unbelievable. And each guy did his job and went up there, and uh, momentum shifted. And uh, the players had something to do with that. They had all to do with that. So the key there is battle, not giving up, play to the end, play hard. And when you do that, you can accept uh, the results of the game. And, uh, hey, turn the tide. We got a win. We don't have to worry about game three. That's right. Moving on. You it's know, great. You know, they, you know, like in the professional ranks, they always say happy flight, Dean. This is happy ride. You know, we're going to have a yeah. happy ride on the way home. And uh, enjoy this one tonight. 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 And uh, enjoy.